protect yourself, so, trip your yeah. friend. I really wish you hadn't have said that in front of her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, with my condition and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, she'd just be like, you know, your job is to protect yourself. <laughs> but she would assume that that would be the way to do it yeah. because you just put that in her head. Where before there was least like, let me burn out of gas clear. and go save yourself. Now, <laughs> you just you had it out. Yeah, I had it out. Oof, that's rough, man. Hopefully she forgets this conversation. Never. <laughs> She's like, so if I'm with my dad. I forget a lot, but not this conversation. But I like how the conversation evolved because it's like, okay, so now, obviously, now I have to go to the gym because I don't trust her. So like, I actually kind of appreciate it. Man. You know what I mean? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that was motivation. It's like, if we walk into the woods, I know who comes first in her life. It's her. She's not thinking that. You've lived long enough. You can do it. You've lived long enough. Oh, man. You've seen, you've seen enough. Which is funny because the foundation of the conversation is William T. Starr saying, I don't trust nobody. <laughs> which led into a bear attack. Yeah. Which yeah. led into my daughter tripping me. Yeah, uh, yeah this is. So I see you spell you you spell theater on your shirt. It says R E. There are people that do E R. I know Tim Ritter at the Family Fun Experience. He's he says theater T H E A T R E like that. Where some people say, "Do you care? Have you noticed it?" No, it was just a shirt that I got from participating in my high school theater department. Yeah. <laughs> so so here's what happens to me is I'll think I know something right. I'll think I'm smart. And because I have such horrible friends, I see a lot of, I like to sound smart. And I have friends that know that are the way smarter than me, like, you know, surgeons and all this other stuff. So I'll say something. They know I use the wrong word, but they never tell me. And then I find out like 20 years later that this was the actual word I should have used. Or, you know, this is how you actually use that. Of course, uh, with Crystal and Faith being overcritical of everything that I do, <laughs> they, they have no problem being like, actually, this is the word or you know what I mean? I'll send a, spe- a professional letter and I get the job and I'm like, man, I'm the man. Like, I, I got this because of my letter. And they're like, actually, no, we just knew you were honest because you had so many misspelled words. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw you really trying. We're like, we like that guy's spirit. He's got spunk. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's got heart. <laughs> His brains might not be there, but he's got a good heart. Yeah, it's like a... Well, he reminds me when we first started off, you know, yeah. and he goes, man, oh. I remember when I had a sixth grade reading level. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like, look, look what's going on right now. Like, hopefully you want the best for this guy. So I realized that you really got to watch your friends. Uh, she was definitely had my bag today. We got to pull up the church and, you know, we were talking and everything. She's like, dad, zipper. Like, <laughs> and, and, and but, so there's this part where you guys are on stage. In case you don't know, Troy is uh one of the, the worshipers, he's a guitar player at, at Refresh Community Church. And I just thought, if she didn't say zipper, you would have just seen me with my fly wide open while you're trying to worship God. And I, I love the idea of you trying to keep it serious. And I'm just like, I wonder what kind of friend you are. Well, I'm hoping my eyes don't go there. Well, it's just when you can't, you see the brass from the zipper, it's just, it draws you. And you're like, I. I know I just saw like, that. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just like, so I'd like to know what kind of friend, are, are you a 
yeah, what, what kind of friend are you? Do you tell people to pull up their zipper of the breast not right? Like, hey, man, you need to. Oh, absolutely. I'll be just like, hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, that's what uh, was it? Uh, your friends, you uh, you help up. Your best friends, you laugh and then help Yeah. Up. Yeah. Right. That that actually yeah. is true. There's a there's a I think there's a code yeah. of intimacy. Uh like if I snicker, if you if you trip and I like snicker and I don't know you, I'm probably not gonna help you. Yeah. Cause I already snickered first. So I yeah. just feel like it's disrespectful. Like are you all right? No, you can't yeah. do it like that. You gotta have some discipline. Nah. But if I know you Oh yeah. I'm just like, like, if you fell, I would laugh so hard, like, and then oh, help well, you up. So let me explain something about like, that. I would like lean against the car, trying to hold myself up. Let <laughs> me explain something to you guys about like, uh, so the idea weak. of me falling in front of you. I'm not falling in front of enough because before the day is out, I guarantee she's told about a hundred people already, and each time she tells Master it, it gets text. funnier and funnier. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, you're not going to believe what happened. I, let me call you back. Grandma, you're not going to believe what happened. Let me call you back. And then just the, yeah, the whole thing. There's day. a detail every time the yeah. Right. <laughs> and then his pants fell down. It's like, you know, what is, they didn't, that didn't even happen. It just sounds good. Oh, I'm talking on the phone. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we got a lot of stuff, good stuff going on. Uh, you just told me that Journey is going out. Yep. That they are journey and Toto. They're going to the the scope in April. <laughs> the fact that I'm talking to a 22 year old about journey, what <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel included. So thank you. I get you're warm. Welcome, like, wow. If it makes you feel any better, I went and saw a journey tribute band. See, well, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, but but that just proves that good music does last. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it does. It does last. Uh, you know that, that that's a that's a pretty cool thing. Um, I'm sending this to you, Faith, uh, so you can put it on the, the group chat. If anybody has any comments that they want to make uh, as we go along, you know, you, of course, you can check us out. Uh, did, you, did you get it already? Yeah, I just got it. It's just like, you just <laughs> sent it and then asked if I got it. Like, I just heard the whoop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, uh, again, we're going back to the idea of trusting yourself. Uh, with you, you know, really just starting out walking with God and everything. How how do you see I this think as you challenge? Said the wrong one. Which one? I did. <laughs> yeah, that was the one about um the the pastor who said. Um, oh no! <laughs> did you send it? Yeah. Put it on the group chat. I hit it. Hopefully, it it's high for everybody. Oh boy! <laughs> oh. Is it up there still? Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Is it a link? Is oh, it my God. oh no! That's the wrong one. Oh, no. That's the wrong one. So, yeah, that's gonna. It's not your fault. But, yeah, it's a great subject, though. But everyone's gonna be like, "Well, I guess they're talking about that." <laughs> We're not. Uh, you know, it's just like what? Because so there's this pastor named Greg Locke who, who made a comment, a horrible comment that, uh, odd, like said something like, autistic people are demonic. Right, and it, it was just this, this, this. He made this terrible comment, uh, and it went viral, and it came back a year later. And so we had a conversation about this because it's such a horrible, it was such a horrible thing to say. 
uh, and it was so unguided, you know what I mean? And uh, this is one of the responsibilities that young people have, like the, the, the responsibility of sharing the gospel. You've got to be, you've got to be careful. You know what I mean? How you treat people, you've got to be careful what you say. You've got to be careful about so much because. Um, okay, I got it right well. Dude, sure. which one? Which one? I was just on YouTube and I could have <laughs> seen it. I've already said live. Like, you sent me the one with me in the yellow shirt like a week ago. The fact that you're right in front of my face. The fact that you're right in front of my face and I sent the wrong video to the uh, refresh young adult chat is absolutely. Well, first of all, I sent it to you. You should have noticed that you're not wearing what's in that video. It just showed the link. And then when I posted in the young adults group, it showed like the full picture of so the, just somebody posted and say hey we said the wrong yeah i said the wrong one, one. Yeah. and then i said the right one yeah yeah so uh well there's that <laughs> so i want to tell you something about technology <laughs> it's, it's, great. it's great it's definitely forgiving <laughs> make sure you, you can make no mistakes you can make no mistakes uh have you ever sent us sent a text that you didn't mean to send yeah oh yeah uh, you know, like you're doing a rant to somebody, and yeah. you're like, I shouldn't say that. And then you're accidentally sending it. Like, yeah. Whoops. Well, one time I sent a screenshot of a text and trying to prove a point or send it to another person. But then I sent it back to the person I was texting. And yeah. I was like, I was just trying to show you what I was saying. I was resending it to you. But then I was meant to go to another person to prove my point. Mm -hmm. But then it got sent to the person that was texting. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got DC James, head coach, watching, man. Uh, what's going on? How you doing? I know you are checking on me and making sure. Man, this guy's a good guy. Uh, he, we did the Bible Museum episode together. It was pretty amazing. Make sure you guys check out Real Life with Duke White. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, we got some really cool stuff up there. Uh, and he said, what's the topic? We <laughs> Okay, you ready for this? He, say, he says, what's the topic? The topic is uh, trusting yourself. Uh uh, the the, the is trusting yourself, <laughs> and 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 when do you say let me stop doing that? You know, because let's be real, there is this. The reality is, we have to have confidence, we have to have faith, right? So then it's like, when do we draw the line and say, I'm I'm not good at this? Is that speaking negative on yourself? Stopping yourself from pride. Yeah. It's which I have a, oh, it's stopping yourself from pride, which I have a big problem with. Like, I'll get mad at myself for not knowing something I've never even learned. And I'm like, I you too? Know this. Oh, yeah. You yeah. get mad at yourself for stuff that you didn't know. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things like, well, I'm an adult. I need to know. So, <laughs> okay, so wait. This is good. Yeah, yeah this has been happening since I was like born. Yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> it was just like, how could I not know how to drive? Because you're just learning how to walk, yeah. you, you, like you said like, three you words. Me the jingle key. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I, huh. Okay. Like, you just do jingle, 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 and you yeah. end up like after a nap, you end up where you need to exactly. go. Uh, that's a lot of pressure, guys. And uh, do, you, do you think? I think do you think that. Do you think that, especially you, bro, with the beard, <laughs> you you know the beard kind of makes you look forty. You know, like, no, seriously, like, you look like, you're like a, a mature, right. like, you've been here for a while, you know, it's just like, either you're related to, like, you know, 
some Viking out there. <laughs> it's just like, all right, man, I know that this guy knows everything about the wilderness because he's got a beard. <laughs> Do you think that there's like that we really have these false expectations uh, that we put on each, like each other, other or ourselves, but because of an age? So it's like, so because I'm 22, I'm supposed to know da 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 da. I would, I'd say, yeah, because there's a lot of things where, like, for instance, you know, taxes. Oh, you're like, it's like, oh, you're supposed to know how to do taxes because you took this economy or economics class in high school, which told you, you know. So you went to a rich person's class that had an I economics took, I went to public no, uh, seriously, but so taxes is a good one. Yeah, it's like I'm 22, I should know taxes, which is hilarious because I'm 45 and I don't know taxes. <laughs> it's like my mom had someone at her right. for me. It's like so. DC James says pride comes before the fall because of the fallacy of false sense of hope. Uh, how do you so listen to yourself? I, I, what comes to my mind is the scripture that says your gift will make room for you, right? So you can say so you play guitar. If you play guitar, it's like, ah, oh, man, a, uh, the, the, a band guitarist breaks his arm. It's like, hey, you, you play guitar. Come on up here. And you're like, you know, you're like, I don't play guitar that well. <laughs> Instead of saying it, you actually get on stage. And, okay. <laughs> and then you just start playing. You do realize this is Metallica, right? It's like, like you got a solo. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is like, what's wrong with saying, I don't know? I, I would make, say, well, yeah. no, it makes me feel vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's vulnerable, like, where people can look at you and be he doesn't know what he's talking about it's like it discredits your whole your whole thing so it's your first day on the job like, right yeah you have to look like you've been there for the whole 20 years yeah, yeah. It's like you're walking into a shop and like uh just say you get hired in to be uh uh oil change guy you walk in and you're like i don't know what i'm doing but this is an entry-level position so let's try it out and they're like you know how to do an oil change like Sure. sure. <laughs> Drains the transmission. <laughs> Gas in the transmission. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know is a struggle. I think for everyone, I think the person, I think the next struggle is help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's definitely a big, <laughs> big struggle for me. And help is a struggle for yeah. you too? Yeah. I you actually knew Every, that. I'm yeah. just crazy. It's crazy that you said it because I'm just like, oh. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'd rather carry like two ton car than ask, or push a two ton car than ask for help. Cause I don't want to bother people. That's what it is. I don't want to become a nuisance. Yeah, but that's really just my pride getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And fear of asking people for help. <laughs> <laughs> so pride and fear, not not a good combination at all. Oh, but it's just also hard, like especially for the male, uh, like males. It's we're expected to, well, in a way, we're halfway expected to just know. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what DC James does. He does stuff like this all the time. Confidence is different from competence. 
Oof. Look up. The, let's 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 actually instead of just throwing the words out there, let's look look up the definitions. So look at confidence, and then we're gonna look at competence. So, because the truth is, you can't be confident if you haven't learned something yet. That that would just be pride. Like right. you, you know. Uh, so if someone says, "I don't like," <clears throat> I don't know. To me, is opportunity to say I care. But if I try to do something that I don't know and I don't know the damage that I can cause from trying it without the knowledge, now I'm actually being careless. And for some reason, self will not allow you <laughs> to say, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and and, and the, like you guys said, it's, that, was a, that was a good concept that you guys said. You're like, hey, I get angry. <laughs> when I feel like I don't know things I've never learned. That's like saying I'm angry that I can't describe this color I've never seen. So we're a little bit crazy. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, it's the state of feeling certain about the truth of something, the feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities, um, the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, um, firm trust. So that's confidence. Mm -hmm. What's competence? Now, I want to see you pretend that you know how to spell competence. Oh, it's going to show face. up. Because <laughs> like, I know Google does this for it's you. It's going to show up. Like, I, I, I can feel her be like, so how do you spell competence? She's like, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. Do you, feel like, do you feel like technology can kind of? The ability to do something successfully or, or efficiently. So you need the competence in order to be confident. Because the first one is the, to have the assurance that you do. So you have to have the competence to be confident. And we try to be confident without, without the competence. competence. You know what I mean? That's a good lyric. Uh, that's good writing. DC James, he's a wordsmith, so he yeah, always uh, does that. Wait, where's, the where's, that? where's the napkin? Where's the napkin? You spill? She's like, no, like, no, no. <laughs> Right down that right, right down it. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, but, 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 it went way over my head. He's like, where's the napkin? Why are you thinking still you have water? Did you spill something on my couch? I had an accident. <laughs> but, but I had an accident. Uh, but this is really tough because you know everyone learns. Have you, have you learned the, the I get it head nod? Like when someone's talking, you just give them that. And, and, and most people don't pursue. But really, you're just like, man, I get it. Like, I like I like two packs of my, you know, ramen noodle mm. packets. You know, like dude, <laughs> that I have so many like, like people will be talking, and I'll have just a whole conversation in my head with myself oh, yeah. about something that happened like three years yeah. ago. Right, where it's just like, man, I remember that that ho ho tasted really good. Did you hear, did you hear that, Pastor Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so realistically, realistically. We can be somewhere else in our head, yeah. you know, I mean, while someone's talking and things like that. I know my daughter tunes me out constantly and just gives me the head nod and selective hearing, right? Yeah, selective hearing. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not, there's nothing selective. She's blocking me out. I mean, so she's falling asleep, you know, before while I was talking. I'm like, are you good? She's like, no, I'm just taking it all in. You're not. You're literally not engaged in this conversation. Hey. My eyes. And she's like, how am I not engaged, Dad? I'm like, one, you snore. <laughs> I'll watch the live later. <laughs> oh my God. But, you know, uh, the, the, 
the, the deal is is that being brave enough because see here's the thing is that if you the, the damage in listening to yourself is I think you'll what happens when you when you're tired and your big idea is to stop like when life gets too hard who is telling you that life is getting too hard and if you listen to yourself then you'll stop and how do you push past the the end result to everything being stop like i'm tired i just want my comfort because listening to yourself will always make you aim for comfort versus legacy versus success versus impact versus the sake of others it's just like i clearly can see these people need help but i also just want what i want and so i'm not like you know i don't i don't he's like please help us we are in this dire situation it's like i was going skating tonight yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa. Like, and, and America paints that comfort, that America paints that idea that comfort comes first, then you can help people. But when you really look at the principles of the kingdom of God, it's like yeah. everyone comes. Like, we, it's like we need, we need rest. We need our empowerment. We need our strength. We that's need all I, of that for like others. The, the, that's another reason why God puts such a heavy hand on like believers because they read the word or should read the word and <laughs> they have bibles <laughs> they yeah. should know like like even the simple good simple principles like if you have a jacket if you have two jackets give one away like those are simple principles help like, helping your neighbor and everything and the world doesn't really have those principles because they're not saved but that's why god is like he's trying to get his people his children <laughs> together yeah, because there's nothing we what the seduction of comfort is just too yeah. powerful for human nature. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like you will get out of the bed to get something to eat. Yeah, but if you were allowed to just if like if food was just provided, like yeah. you just press a button, just yeah. press a button uh -huh. and food comes to you, like oh, you just stay in your bed, oh, yeah. like you know. And what's so sad about COVID is it did open that door because mm -hmm. I, I mean, I remember like six months of DoorDash, oh, just yeah. like we're not going nowhere, you know, just dropping well, it. It's, it's almost like the movie Wally. Wow, especially because I'm so fat. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I no. didn't realize. I didn't remember. Like seriously, the, everybody uh, had gateway yeah. dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they weren't like it was. Come, so that means literally that comfort is dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And listening to yourself is if the end goal is always comfort. Yeah. You know, like like so. Watch this, like. Pastor Thomas is doing this uh, whole thing about Joshua. But if we go back, you know, technically, there's a group of people, like the, the people are coming from the Red Sea. <laughs> they were ready to go back into slavery over spices. Yeah. They were listening to themselves. They're like, man, at least in Egypt, we had some Texas people, some yeah. Hidden Valley, Paprika. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but you were also a slave. And they're like, man, it, when I think about it, it really wasn't so bad. <laughs> so literally for spices, they were willing up, they were willing to give up newfound freedom over spices. Yeah. 
this lets me know you can become comfortable in dysfunction. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can become comfortable in dysfunction. So let's let's look at this in a different. So it's like let's. Well, you guys' memory is a lot better than mine. Uh, so it's like you walk out of high school, and, and technically you can still be a student by going to college, but you are absolutely an adult. And it's like okay. The, the pressure becomes, do I pretend that I paid attention to the things that I should have? Yeah. <laughs> or do I just let them know I was the D student? Yes. And I did All I know is there's extracurriculars were fun. <laughs> yeah, there's so many videos of people just graduating high school and like, I didn't learn a thing, but you know, I got a diploma. I got my piece of paper. Oh. And, and and I think with God, you can't get away with it. Oh, no. With God, no. you have to. It's like I have to get this word in me uh, or I have to learn the ways of God. Your heart and thoughts. Because truthfully, <laughs> you're going to make a fool out of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when, so when I think about passion. So there's a point where you can't hold on, DC James said, listening is different from hearing. See? Yep. Listening is yep. different from hearing. In other words, heating. So heating is like, like and let's be real. It's like you know, uh, there's, <laughs> you can say a bunch. Someone can say something, but if you're not pulling it in, you're not heeding to the words. So when we look in scripture and see God saying or Christ saying things like "hearken," you know, they they win a man. They hearken this and hearken that. It's it's like really tune into what I'm saying because these principles are going to save your life. You know. Um, all right, so I'm going to put this out there. Uh, this is a real thing. Now, if you do this, Faith, we're going to have some serious problems. But, of course, my father uh, knows that I'm, I'm a busy guy. I'm always going, I've always been that way since I was a kid. So I'm driving here, driving there, driving here, driving there. And my dad's like, Duke, you can't just put gas in a car. You got to do your maintenance. I'm like, okay, you do your maintenance. This is my car, bro. You know what I mean? I This car runs by gas and maintenance because I'm, yeah. I'm a man of God, and God knows that I got stuff to do, and I don't have time to be breaking down, so put gas in the car. Car starts acting funny. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, let me do some maintenance, which I don't know how to spell maintenance. But, you know what I mean? So it's like I'm going to get some so I'm gonna get some fluids and put it in the car, so it's like, I put the oil in the, in the car, not in the gas tank. I know that better. I know better than that. But my car ends up locking up anyway because what ended up happening was the oil, the oil change. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't mean put more oil in the car. It means it, it's oil yeah. change. So something has to leave so the new oil yeah. can come in, like the song "New Wine." Yeah. So what happened was. My engine locks up. The car stops working on the interstate. Clunk, clunk, clunk. You know, and when we when we went to see what's wrong with the car, the guy was like, "You got a bunch of new oil sitting on top of the old oil. The old oil got solid and blocked all the new oil from going into the rest of the car, lubricating all of that metal. So it was just metal on metal happening. The car locks up." I paid about $2,000 for the car, and it was $6,000 to fix the engine. 
So when you don't take the time to learn what you need to learn, and if you listening to yourself without competence will cost you more in, at the end. Now, this is such a horrible story because my dad gave me instructions. My dad gave me instructions and clearly told me to change the oil. <laughs> Troy's just like, man, you're, you were you were a handful. You're, <laughs> you're a fun guy. Yeah, it's like, can you imagine, you know, the, like, I made the good decision by getting a used car, but it's like, I, I just thought that I was smarter than my dad. <laughs> the guy's like 40 years older than me. And I did the pride, man. The the uh, I, I can't explain it. It, it was, it was this, this energy. I felt like my youthfulness counted as intelligence. So you want to prove it's like, I know what I'm doing. I, I'm gonna prove to you that I know what I'm doing, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, and I'm just driving, I'm like, it ain't broke down yet. So Come it's on. like, so watch what happens. So, and there's also time, right? So it's mm -hmm. like, if you say something, the engine's gonna lock up, and it's six months later, I'm thinking. Yeah, but it didn't lock up when you said it did. Yeah. <laughs> but it still did. And, 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 and this is where maturity yeah. comes. Where you're like, a mature person would go, okay. How, this is where Jesus says things like, how long will I suffer with you? Yeah. But let's be real. There are some youthful mistakes that we make because of pride and listening to ourselves. Here's what I will not have young adults thinking. <laughs> that older adults don't do the same thing. <laughs> it's like, Hey, dude, you eat that next piece of pizza. You know, diabetes is right around the corner. You're like, well, dude, you know, it's like, I'm fine. And God, my dad's like, change oil, boy. <laughs> you know, like, you keep getting, it's like, I remember when I was like 216 pounds, I'm like, okay, like, can I get any bigger? Well, you know, it's like a couple more pizzas, a couple more cases of beer. Next thing you know, boom. How did that happen? You did it. You said it was a good idea. You, as uh, as DC James says, abuse, <laughs> abnormal use. It's like if you're eating for emotional reasons, then turning around eating for new, new you know, nutrition, and then turning around eating for because you're happy. Yeah. You know, and then you eat because you're bored. And then you eat because you know habits. Is what you're saying? Huh? I need to change my habits. I mean, I see you going down the same direction. That is, that is crazy. <laughs> oh, I want to be like my dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like the thing is, Dad, I got someone to blame it on. You know, but but, but, but never had any good influence. But what do you guys? What do you guys like? I mean, technically, you guys do have a fresh start in life. I mean, you own your future right now. What's the game plan? How do you make sure you're not listening to yourself? He clearly a, said this is a struggle. Yeah, well, <laughs> That's what that side was just saying. I think it's like. I didn't even say oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, I think the where it gets dangerous is when you don't learn from it. Yeah. Uh, whereas it, it's like sit for instance, you know, you make a mistake and you know you start getting bashed for it. Well, you don't learn from that mistake and you do it again 
you you don't want nobody to say it. right and then you're like i got the pride now it's like oh they told me how you know i know what i'm doing but you never learn from it so it just repeats itself yeah that's wicked that's so dope so it's like so I, I'm pretty sure you're like, so what I need from you, Duke, is to finish the story. Did you learn how to get your oil changed? You're like, can I trust you now? Are you saying yes, so, so do you need a text? <laughs> right. So so the truth is, <laughs> the truth is, the only reason I get my oil changed today <laughs> is because my mother annoys me. Oh, like, yeah. there has been it's been six months. You need to get the oil changed. I'm like, if I don't do it, she will keep calling. And now that oh, she's yeah. getting older, she now knows my dad neglects stuff. And like, she then some, and like, with all the apps today, there is a Ford app that literally tells you when your oil is getting low. So yeah, and they, they get the screens. And oh they my say gosh! So oil or service. But engine. but this is how I know that what you just said oh is my so God, true. Give me a sign. Sign. This is how I know what he said is so true because I th I think I'm so busy. I think that I'm so important, and 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 so I'm driving this car out. That this is how I know that I technically didn't learn. Uh, so thank you for putting me on blast on my show. By the way, everybody, this is Troy's last time <laughs> <laughs> appearing on the show because of what he just said. But I mean, you can, feel free to leave now if you want to. Uh, but but in all seriousness, if it wasn't for the ninety people that have found out, it's like, hey, has Duke turned in his? Has he changed his oil? And like, like, I've got so many people that like change the oil, change the oil. And I'm just like, okay, now if you don't do it, it's like, at what point do you accept the fact that you're being foolish? Right. It's like, you know, hey man, I'm thinking after your sixth wife, it's not the ladies that's the problem. Like you got something going on. <laughs> it's like there's one thing in common with all six. I don't, I don't get it. What are you saying? And they all say the same thing. It's like, I don't get it. Seriously, what are you saying? Like, I'm trying to figure it out. Why are you so mysterious? Like, dude, the problem's you. You know, and so, you know, there's these things that there are options that like learn learning from your mistakes. So that that is one way to learn. Learning from other people's mistakes is also a great way to learn. I think so, you said I did when I was younger. Like if I saw my big brother doing something, I'm like, so I'm not gonna do that. I'm right, but I'm gonna try a different way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you so that that's the thing is that you learn learning. I think learning from other people's mistakes uh does show an inclination for wisdom and, and growth. Um uh, do you feel like you're good at learning from other people's mistakes as like like how how do you figure things out? Um so after the first few times of me messing up in my life and realizing, okay, here's the common factor of you know the stupid in my life. Right. And I'm glad you said because most people don't want to say that mm -hmm. that was foolish. Right. Um, I start slowing down and paying attention to what I'm doing, yeah. and not trying to rush through and be the quickest person and you know the most efficient at times. Now that right there trying to be the quickest you know what i mean it's just like hey you know this meat patty that you just served me is raw mm -hmm. <laughs> but i got it out fast though enjoy <laughs> if you want a mcdonald's service <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness it's hilarious for so many different reasons but it's like uh mcdonald's it's always it, every day McDonald's finds a way to be spoken about in my life. Yeah. Everything it's just like yeah, can't get away from it. Ba, 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 ba. Anyway, uh, uh, the the you know here's what's so funny about learning. 
It's painful. You know, um, and I do know that we're challenging the school systems and, and like how they teach nowadays. Uh, but sitting down and reading something is like making yourself sit down and read a book is like, okay, I need, let me have some music on too. You know, and it's like, let me have the television. Let's just, so I'm going to read the book and I'm going to watch television. And, oh, I'm gonna, yeah. and it's just like, no, can you sit here and just focus? Do you feel like there's different types of learners? Like, like maybe the school system needs to do a better job. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, right. I mean, for me personally, throughout high school, I always had the earbud in, and it wasn't out of disrespect for the teacher not paying attention. The music helped me relate uh, information that I was receiving. So, for instance, if I was listening to a certain song while learning, like Tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, but listening to certain music and then listening to that same genre for instance if i'm taking a test it helps me remember that information yeah so again i heard what you just said but i'm also like wait you can listen to music in class i cannot stand your generation yeah i'm so no, no, jealous we weren't allowed to oh okay never mind, never mind. oh yeah, that's different i was just like i'm so cool jealous and i didn't realize i stood to myself saying i'll listen to music yeah. yeah, you did just tell on yourself, so we're gonna have a private conversation. So, Troy's killing it today. But I was really coming to Jesus hoodie when I was. <laughs> she sounds weird coming to Jesus hoodie. <laughs> I don't know what that makes it better. But, but but so there are different learners. Absolutely, there's visual, audio, like there's so many different types of pe how people learn that it's hard for just like standard education done to a book. Yeah, it's I personally I do not think that is the way it should be to a test. It shouldn't be like everything is the same for every student yeah that's why i love these teachers that are branching out into different ways of teaching people for sure because i mean realistically you you have to acknowledge uh di the dive if there's if there's diverse people then you have to treat them as completely yeah. like you, you a completely different universe right like every person is a completely different universe. uh sorry about that well i don't be like whoa that come from? But yeah, so so it's like everyone has a completely different way of doing things. Uh, and, and if you're going to be a teacher, you've got to be creative. Mm -hmm. uh, but but again, when we're talking about listening to yourself, it's like, okay, do I limit myself because somebody's not going to entertain the way I learn? Right. So this means an increase of discipline. So that's how I failed my first class is when I kind of gave up because they weren't teaching in a way that I enjoyed. Ah, so you shut down. Yeah, because everything was on the computer, and I'm a person who likes to have a handheld copy of paper. Yeah. I, I suck at taking notes, but if I have a paper in front of me where I can, like, do little fill-in blanks or, like, copy down information or put information down, yeah, it I gives hate me... It when they yeah. did the Chromebook. Yeah, it was like when everything went to the computer or started going to the computer because I was the year before COVID happened. Yeah. Um, and I was taking the su or a subject that I was potentially going to college for when I was thinking about going to college. It was marine biology or ecology, one of the two, same thing. Um, but when I took that class, the teacher, everything was on the computer and he didn't really teach per se but he just went through the slideshows yeah. gotcha and i 
ended up just plugging my phone into the computer, letting it charge, and taking it a nap. Oh, <laughs> so you really shut down? Oh like, yeah, no, it was it was, a, it was lunch period too. It was the one. That, so it's like this is what we're doing. Well, it was broken up. It was like an hour class, thirty minute lunch, and then thirty minutes in the class again because we I had like third block lunch. Yeah, and, well, I know that today we talked about you know are people even listening to the voices of young people and um, you know this is one of my concerns is that uh from the evidence that i've seen we clearly don't <laughs> you know uh like 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 how are we gonna how, like even handle it down to handling if a kid's tired or not uh you know like the the issue is that the, i guess the issue is that how do we handle a world that is not listening right but do we still choose to listen to ourselves and shut down or do we say okay i'm gonna have to find a wiser way to handle it yeah. you know what i mean what what do you what do you think the because that does ask a lot it's like you know it's like do you what do you just give up well i knew i kind of put myself on that path to failure after like the first two weeks or three weeks of me doing it my grade dropped down to you know e and I'm just sitting there going like that. Kind of let you know, eh. yeah. right? And I'm over here. It's like it's my senior year. I already oh, had that conversation. Yeah, I got senior right? <laughs> Yeah, is uh, I've only failed two classes in my schooling career, and they were both in senior year because I just kind of gave up. And I was also forced to take a foreign language when I really didn't want to. It's like I don't speak English well. It's like <coughs> I, I take English. Is that not good enough? I live in America. Right. I yeah. Speak American. I speak American. <laughs> no, no, so, no, I, I get it. Do, do you think that, you know, uh, well, I, I think that one of the things that we're really talking about is just the frustration of learning something new. Oh, yeah. Not getting it like right away and you're just getting frustrated and you're just, well, it's like, well, I can't get it. So throw it away. How are you at change? depends gotcha um how big the change is and how drastic it is like if it's just you know oh yeah we're gonna be trying this style of something it's like okay we'll give it a shot i may not like it but all right and but if it's like we're gonna flip the script and we've been working on this for months but we're gonna flip it and we're going to do something totally different. <laughs> I just thought about it. It's like, from now on, it is required to wear a suit and ties at refresh community church. And you're like, uh, oh. <laughs> It's like, they have never seen me in long pants. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing shorts in 30 degree weather. You're like, this is what I do. Like, uh, this is my style. <laughs> yeah. I, how are you at Change Faith? I like it. Yeah. So you see how clearly. <laughs> and you were like, it depends on this and this. And then she's like, no, it, everything just needs to stay the same. <laughs> when I show up, it needs to be familiar to me. It's kind of like what we talked last, talked about last uh, yeah. week, where we just we were at one point in time where you just wanted stagnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But in the past couple oh, of years, I need life to look like know. this. <laughs> I need this box that it stays the same. Yeah. Yeah. Change has been, uh, it's been a lot of changes since May. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, God's like, you don't like change. You will learn to like it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I don't like it, but I'm going <laughs> to learn to like it, I guess. 
Oh, because life is telling you this. Yeah. Is, this is it, how this it's works. Happening. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, exactly. you're gonna go with the flow, or you just go mm -hmm. crap. But Crystal said that she wants she want to know she want to stream yard her in. Oh, stream yard her in. Yeah. Let's see here if I can do that. Uh, do you need a uh, like? Okay, I'll send her a link. Send her a little send her, send her a link. This is crazy how we can just you know connect with people like it's so weird, man. Uh, like even like on the video game consoles and everything like that whereas like i have friends who are in australia and japan and i talk to them on the consoles but i never met them but they're like <laughs> some of my best friends you know what i mean that's crazy uh because you think about the world getting smaller it's like oh connection is how that happens you know um i i i wonder sometimes if that's one of the reasons why the if he, uh, this generation is so turned off by you know, the older generation. I mean, the older generation is so frustrated with the younger generation because they literally didn't have to go through a lot of the processes that everyone else did. Like, it's just like, you know, Dad, what is this? I don't know. Fine, then I'll Google it. <laughs> go <laughs> to the encyclopedia and figure out. Oh, yeah. Go to the encyclopedia not happening, Dad. It's, you know, it's, and, and, and it's frustrating because it's like, for others, it's like, I wouldn't have known that unless I went to the library and I did this. And, and so when I go, hey, you know, my kids need me. No, Dad, seriously, we don't. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, you know, and it's, and it, it's, it's really weird because, you know, most young people, you're waiting to replace the, the your predecessors. Then it's like, okay, let me see how they do things. And, and, the tweaks only need to be a little bit here and a little bit there. You guys' generation, change happened so fast. The internet blew up so fast. Like, even, I mean, when I was a very, very young person, right? <laughs> it, was, it was still, like, I didn't have any because I didn't grow up in a very wealthy family we didn't have all these, you know, the fancy, the Wii or the GameCube or anything like that. It was still the go outside all day. Right. As I come back when the when the streetlights come on. Gotcha. So and we connect more than I thought. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old soul. Old soul. You told me that. You said that. I said I'm an old soul. Yeah, but, but like, you know, I don't even know how to use the word you know, new or old or anything, because like to you guys, you know, it's like you get the iPhone 15, you like, but you didn't know the 20 already. Like, what? How did I get five iPhones behind? Yeah. You know, in two years. It's like, <laughs> did you get the XR? Yeah. You know, and I just say yes to everything. You know, I, I remember when they were making the commercials about Bluetooth, and they were like, I don't even know what Bluetooth is, and I was like, I relate to him because <laughs> I had no idea. But you guys, Bluetooth, it was like, Dad, cut the Bluetooth on. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> but, but, you know, and, and the fact that I'm a grown man and I found myself like, hey, did you see so-and-so's tweet? <laughs> and, 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 and even the concept of Google it, right? Like, that's a term now. Google it is a term versus look it up, or, you know, uh, uh, learn it, Google it, or YouTube it. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. See, I love YouTube because it's just a stockpile of information. Right. And you can find 
almost anything, which is scary. But you can find almost yeah. anything on that platform, like how to do things, how to do. You know, so would you life. say that your your generation has less excuse? Oh, absolutely. We have so many, like, avenues for research. Yeah. But there's also the issue of having false information out there. From having all of this stockpile of information, there's not always going to be correct information. Ooh. And that's the hard part of, you know, sifting through stuff. And then you're also going to have people's personal opinion. Yeah. About things. I know that one big thing that that uh, you guys are big into, that really into, is the uh, the whole opening packages and like opening printers and opening you know, like the, what do you call it? the 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 revealing or something like that the oh, unboxings boxings you know and it's just like you guys access to marketing and advertising companies where they, they legit can say you know like you they'll send you free stuff for you just to open on screen. Yeah, what like like? How do you guys not jump on those opportunities? Uh, and at the same time, it's like, and it's at the same time when I see all the opportunities, like, why do young people still doubt so much when those are like? Why do don't they trust the opportunities? Is it is that the power of doubting yourself that it can blind you from stable opportunities? Well, see, in that kind of situation, like if people are sending you these free items, it usually comes with the stipulant of you have to say something good. Gotcha. About these items. You know, it's like we ain't going to give you something free <laughs> if, you, if you're not going to say, you know, this is a fantastic product. I like that you made that so solid. You're like, nothing's free, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the This is the stipulation. You know, um, do you think that? When we talk about how how much do you depend on the, the internet? Do you believe that the internet is, you know, the, yeah? How much of it is a trustworthy uh, source? That's hard to say. How much of it is trustworthy? I mean, because there's all these websites that have like factual, like the orgs, your dot orgs. Yeah, where it's like proven they have all these uh the copyright notes and the uh, actual research people who have yeah, degrees yeah. you know but you also get all these people who's like they might not have had like um i can't exactly remember who but there's people out there where they find the find out these new things they never had it the fact checkers and all right. that stuff yeah. right. they're like oh yeah um this is this is wrong because I read on a tweet somewhere <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. that this information happened. And it is like but, you said, it, it, everything's mixed all in there. Right. Uh, and and I think that's the challenge is like how do you know where to go? And and, and, and it, it's so funny because the ability when we talk about listening to yourself, the ability to be deceived is still a real thing. Oh, it's it's like hand in hand on the internet. Wow. Like, for me, it's like 50% of the information on there is like, can you really trust it? So you really, you really do go, hey, but like, like, like you, you vet your information. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I won't say I will. I always do it, but for certain information, especially with like politics and everything like that, I'm like, what's really real, right? Right. Now? And I think that that's what's so crazy is that see, this is what I believe that even happened in the garden. It's like it was how much of the conversation that I'm having. Like when it says I, she saw the fruit was good for wisdom, good for this, good. So it's like. Okay, so there's good. There's so many pros. Yeah, there's so many pros, and it's like, and it's still wrong. Like, how would like what do you do with that? You know, everything that I love to eat is so bad for me, mm-hmm. but it's good. Oh, fruit <laughs> fructose corn syrup. You know, oh, man, that's some rough stuff, man. That's a that's a really rough reality to to listen to. Listen, this is uh, Dugan gang. We are here with Troy of Refresh Community Church, uh, and, and we're just having a good time. I hope everybody's doing good out there. Uh, and I want everybody to know that we absolutely love them. Uh, we want what's best for you guys. And so, so we, we decided instead of being just preaching at you, we wanted to have like some candid conversations about things. And today's topic happens to be listening to yourself. Like, when do you draw the line? When is it too much? When do you say... I need help. When do you say, you know, uh, you know there's got to be another source, you know, and, and I got to be honest with you, this is a struggle for the older generation because that's what we were talking about the pride of being young, but the pride of being old is you think you've done it all. You think you know everything. Like you got all you know, the information that you need. It's, it's like, it's, it's like, I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> Dude, Google it. I'm not. That's for those young whippersnappers. <laughs> I can't learn anything from I, them. I can't learn anything from these young people. And I think Pastor Thomas is such a great leader because he actually listens to young people and he learns from young people. And it's like, oh, no wonder Refresh Church is blowing up because it's like, and it's not like he's, you know, let the young people be our leaders. It's not like that. It's like, it's like, Hey guys, look at what we can learn from each other. Let's let's really hear where our mistakes are. I mean, I I get it, man. You do, you know, you you come out of high school, you're like, I don't have to do another, I don't have to read another book, I don't have to read nothing, I don't even see words or letters. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have to count anything, and then reality happens, right. and you're like, Oh man, I wish I had to pay more attention here. And, I remember you told me that you joined the military to get away from math. Oh, uh, it's true. Only- it was easier for the only reason I joined the military is because I, I I did not want to take another math class, which landed me in the infantry, <laughs> which which meant it was easy for easier for me to jump out of an airplane twelve thousand feet in the sky. It was easier for me to get shot at. It was easier for me to have drill sergeants come out of everywhere yelling and screaming at me. It was easier for me to do all of that than to learn math. And then on top of that, I, it was easier for me to have three kids, get married, then get divorced, and then <laughs> then 20 years later go, now I think I want my degree. What's waiting for me after the 20 years of avoiding everything? Math. <laughs> it's like you got two credits, which means I could have my diploma 20 years ago, but because I did 20 years of avoiding it, the truth, it's like, if you want the diploma, do the math. 
guess what I found out when I finally started pursuing my diploma and pursuing this math? I'm a fan. Actually enjoyed it. Actually liked it. And then it was like, by the way, if you had had this diploma, you would have been able to accomplish this, 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 this. And I'm like, so wait, the thing that I ran from had the biggest benefits to my life and could have made my life a lot easier if I didn't run from it. And if I had learned it instead of being uncomfortable and listening to myself, and every and it was like if I had trusted the people that told me I couldn't that I, you can do it, and it's like I don't believe you because not believing in me is easier. Isn't that crazy? Like we're I can say I don't want confidence in myself in this particular area because that messes with my comfort. So we will betray our future for comfort. Yeah, you know he said yeah, you know absolutely. It, it's it is it. It is absolutely, it's so weird that the desire for things to be easy is so deceiving. And when Pastor Thomas was talking about crossing the Jordan with Joshua, and I'm just thinking, would you, do you have what it takes for God to say, you know, go into the deep and wait? Go into the deep and wait. And, and uh, folks, you know, so like get connected to Refresh Church because we got some things going on that you definitely, well, you'll hear about it. <laughs> you, you, you'll hear about it. It's huge. We got some huge things going on. Like, like revival is going to be on the next level. I'm so tired of the way I've seen, I think we're talking about change. I'm so tired of the way I've seen, you know, the, the culture of the people of God being handled. It's like, oh, we'll talk about a preacher that did something stupid. We'll talk about a, a you know a fallen preacher or something like that. But when something good happens, we don't hear about it. When something great happens, where's the news coverage when men and women of God come together to help somebody from losing their home? What about the churches that are making an impact in young adults' lives? We don't hear about that. And so there's these praise reports, you know. Right. It's, yeah. It's like all we're hearing is all the negative and there just needs to be a little bit more positive. Yeah, well, we're definitely coming with the positive, man. We're about, guys, we get connected to Refresh Church. I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it. it it's, it's solid. <laughs> yeah. Think about this, guys. For 20 years, <laughs> I think I've recommended like one other church, and that's Freedom Fellowship in Virginia Beach. Uh, Refresh Church, Refresh Community Church is in Chesapeake. So that's two churches that I actually trust in 20 years. You know what I mean? Uh, if if there was a church by by the name of New Faith uh, that I I would definitely, but that they're not here anymore. But but that was a great church as well. So, uh, guys, listen to what I'm trying to tell you is that something huge is happening at Refresh Community Church. So make sure you are uh, uh, paying attention because when it breaks out, it's gonna break out. Now I do have to ask you this: Are you committed? To like your when I talk to talk about character development, like do you believe that information changes your character? In what way? Well, in, 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 in the way that it's like, so if I go into investments, 
do I start like talking snobby and <laughs> do I drink tea with my pinky out? You know, I mean, this how much does information affect your behavior? I don't know if it's necessarily information, but the assimilation of getting into a crowd. Got it. Is more when you're personality i guess would start to change yeah into something that would fit in with the rest of the people got it but if it's just something like you're paying it or you're learning this information on your own i don't necessarily know if it really would change yourself I, it's, it's so it's, it's so interesting is that in, in music right and music it's like once you come out as a band in, in music when you come out as a band it's like if the if you make it, you're genuinely not allowed to change. Like you have, so it's like <laughs> you got your diehard fans. You're like you can't change from what you originally put out. Yeah, he's like, okay, now you guys are wearing suits and ties. He's that face paint. It's like, man, can I, can we change him? You know, and so there's there's that in the entertainment culture. Uh, but when it just comes down to information, I think you're right. I notice your generation is more committed. Like. If I'm gonna be in real estate, I'm still gonna be wearing my shorts. With my, like, you find like, did you you can do real estate? So I'm, gonna like, I'm gonna be like this. Uh, was it the Steve Jobs? Yeah, I'm gonna wear the turtleneck. Yeah, even even uh, even when when uh, and Faith, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, she's like, I'm doing the whole tuning you out thing. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember like, what, did you ever see Social Network with the Mark the, the Facebook story about how? Mark Zuckerberg started. Well, you know, he shows up to like this billion dollar investment meeting in his pajamas because he's like, dude, I already made my first like fifty like, million. I've already said, you know, yeah, this is just, like, you know bonuses. It's like I don't have to dress like that. It's like, you know, but you know, and I think this is well, the reason why I'm saying this is I think this is what everyone thought Jesus was going to come into. Like he's going to be all pious and this and that, but his piousness was really righteousness. And he didn't do what everybody thought. And he was competent and confident in himself. And he did change a generation. And he did, you know what I mean? And he did it all without compromising what truth was. And, you know, he did face rejection. He did all these things, but he was so in tune. And, and he, here's the thing. He goes, I didn't even listen to myself. He goes, in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he goes, not my will, but thy will be done. Or you, you see him say things like, you know, uh, you see him say things like, how long must I suffer with you? Like, I, you know, but I'm going to stay connected. I'm going to stay committed. Uh, and it's interesting to you that you watch Jesus deal with real human problems. You know what I mean? What what characteristic do you really connect to Jesus with? His compassion with other people and people who have been through the ringer. That's dope. That's the part that I'm like, I'm heavily, I want to be heavily involved with people who have not had the best role and was not handed the best dice. That is something that every not everybody can it, it's hard for people to go through. 
and just his compassion for people who have been through the worst just really sits and kind of brings joy to my mind. Mm -hmm. So funny you say that because the idea of God, so many people think, you know, we were talking about the ranks, the richest thing, and then we have the God that does it the better, like he goes from riches to rags versus rags to riches. What about you? What what, what part of Jesus really, you know, she's like, when he cast every night, I have to. You know, that about when he just punched somebody in the face? No, that's that. He fashioned the whip. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Pharisees, like calling out their thoughts, like calling, like, which is funny. Those are the people that he beat out in the church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So I think that's I connect with that, and his compassion. Yeah, she, she was like the sweet in the salt. <laughs> so just so you know, don't trust her. Uh, <laughs> she, her rule is it's like if you go low, she goes lower. But in this particular situation, because you chose the high road, like compassion, she's just an upgrade. Now I've got to say something, but it just it kept like what you were saying with the. Uh, he was basically checking them, making sure they were being real. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing. We're huge. The young, the youth you guys right now is like, all. we just want people to be real with us rather yeah. than putting on that facade. Yeah. Like, yeah. People come up, like when we worked in the mall, there was this guy who came up and like said he was connected to God, like spiritually or whatever. Oh, and no. he was like, he was like, he told my sister to hold his hand and to like, he asked do you feel the spirit? Do you feel like it? Do you feel the energy moving? And she said yes because he was like giving her his feelings. And then when he walked away, I asked her, I was like, Hope, oh, did you feel something? And she was like, No, not really. I just wanted to hurt his feelings. So when he walked back around, like actually, I went up to him and I was like, My sister didn't feel anything, anything. So she just sat back and she didn't want to hurt your feelings. Just to let you know. This did not rewind. So dope, man. That's so dope. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that's the thing is that the the you know, when I look at the leadership of Pastor Thomas, you know, I go, wow, man, I, like I can follow him because he embraces the authentic. Uh he's not afraid of you know the hard conversations he's not afraid of you know and the balance, the, the balance. Oh, yeah. yeah and you know and so uh, i see some areas that i need to grow in you know like uh, uh, we had a tight conversation man I, I, listen man i can come up with ideas like nothing right it's like that's a gift that god gave me and pastor thomas is like hey dude listen here's what's gonna happen is that you're gonna put this on paper and i'm like mm -hmm. it burns <laughs> <laughs> and well, you're burns. good at it that's uh, the thing and you didn't like you'd write a whole business proposal in 45 minutes yeah but so here's what's crazy about that right is that like so the, 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 it just it's just rebellion <laughs> oh, and, and he's like duke i i'm not gonna be able to do what like like i don't respond that way like i need it in paper i need it. and i'm like love you i love you man <laughs> and my skin's burning and he's yeah. just like, ah! and then and and uh, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's no point where maturity is not a thing. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, dude, really? I've got to get this paperwork thing 
you know, because I, I listen, I hate paperwork with a passion. You know what I mean? The same way I hated math, right? Uh, and and it's so funny that I end up at a church that's so organized, yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah, God, wait, sick, sick sense of humor. It's like you know, just you, you send me to a church that has structure, and this yeah. is like I'm not gonna fit in. And he's like, no, dude, I'm not afraid of you being a crazy guy. I want the crazy, but you're gonna do this standard, and it's like, oh man, like, are you gonna be the pastor that tames the duke? And it, it's like, oh, well, exactly. And it's like, but you know what? The reason why I respect him is because he's still he's not trying to. He's actually enhancing me. Yeah, he's adding to. He's you just, already have. so he's like trying to make you comfortable with that which you weren't comfortable with. Right, and if you look at Joshua, you know, I mean, if you look at what he's talking about, it's like we're talking about going to fight giants, bro. I don't need you to be civilized, and like yeah. I need you to be a little bit crazy. But let's be in order. Let's yeah. handle this this way. And I'm like organized chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Humans are involved. That's exactly what you're gonna get. Is organized chaos. Uh, do you think that, do you think that, um, this generation, do you think there's a competition between generations guys? Um, I don't, I don't know. I think there is like maybe a little bit like. Or the older generation, like, you don't know this, this, and this. Like, I've been around a long time. Like, you. It's like, I've been around the block. I was waiting for you just to throw me right <laughs> under the bus. You know, she was like, that. you know, we've talked about this. Are you admitting me to embarrass you? <laughs> but I think, I think it's just like, it's like the older generation, they think, well, they do know more, but they are not willing to learn uh, from the younger generation about what they did wrong. Like, a lot of times, I mean, a lot of ways the younger generation is the way they are because of the older generation. Like a lot of times, they kids are crazy and they like they they act a different way and they don't stay too, but act a different way in public and then at home, crazy. And that's why the kids these days are so like they have no filter because they've already seen the crazy and they don't want to grow up in the same world of like hiding. But I think it's just wanting to be better or not. Just wanting not that that silent crazy. Just want if you're gonna be crazy, crazy. Like, I think they just want. To- <laughs> I actually get that. It's like go cuckoo. Because you sent her the link. Oh yeah, I did. Okay. But so here's the situation. Because I think the disappointment that your generation has is that the the older generation does sell you the benefits from a stability that they don't actually have the ability to even. And then you're like, okay, so then you're you're going, okay, so this isn't real. You get you guys will disqualify quickly. Like, yeah, my, my 18 years of free trial are up. Uh, <laughs> I, I trusted you. Yeah, it's like this this uh, tutorial had nothing to do with uh, the actual game. <laughs> oh wow, that's a good. That actually is a very good way to put it. That's a yeah. solid way. This tutorial had nothing to do with the game. And, and, and so Pastor Thomas says to me, like, hey, Duke, look, we are not going to disappoint these young adults. Like, we're going to invest in them. And the whole pay attention comment that I made was so terrifying, bro, because it's like 
when you look at the evidence, you do see that the secular world, which does have the main influence, and you guys are looking for consistency and stability. You're like, hey, guys, that has proven that you know it it cares more about us than you do. You know, like investing is investing. You can't lie about it. You know, you you can't lie about it. Like, what do you think about that? How do you feel about like like wow, man? They'll spend more money to make sure I see a movie than the church will to make sure I know Christ. Man. That's tough. That's, that's a tough yeah. question. Yeah, it, 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 it haunts me because like, we legit see it. Like when you look at the success of the Avengers, uh-huh. and you're going, God, can you, like that message got out. Why can't ours? And it's like, what barriers is modern society creating to try to stop our voice? And then I look at the meeting we had today, and I'm like, our biggest army was the young people, and we haven't taken them seriously. Like, that's the main issue. Yeah, I think there's not enough churches who are, like, who are, like, catching up with the times like you know like pastor thomas like the way he does it like he involves the younger people while the other churches try to keep them silent but they want them in the church but they don't want them to have a voice per se like they they don't say that but that's what they're acting like it's like go through this program you'll get you'll get your time to shine later yeah pastor thomas he'll set a budget to (laughs) like specifically for media and help these young people do what they want to do and need to do but other churches like hearing today that there's a, like a, that, that at 20 years old people are already thinking like obviously my dream and goal is not going to happen let me just, let me figure out how to move and it's like we live in the same country where we're telling people to dream yeah you know what i mean but then it's just like oh no well i gotta throw away my dream because i gotta chase after the success it's like can you afford that dream right oh and 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 then we're going like god is sending young people and then we're just giving them we're not giving them culture we're giving them like it's, it's weird it's like we want to teach you how to have good godly behavior because we're already assuming you're not interested in building kingdom culture so let's show you how to behave in the place that's actually killing your dreams let's show you how to be a good slave you know what i mean with godly integrity <laughs> versus saying hey what if God wants to dominate? What if God wants to say, "Hey, why can't we do this? I want to, you know, you know and like I want to make good music. Why does my music have to suck?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so God starts sending creative people. That's not going to do the the norm. They're not going to just you know comply. God's going to send people that are going to say, "We're going to be creative. We're going to be educated. Flip the script." You know what I mean? That's uh, and, glad and like especially like if the older generation doesn't do it like there's so many apps like you can make your own music like garage band oh, yeah. like you can they have like almost every instrument you can make your own music but it almost obviously takes a lot of work by yourself so the, building a community does help so it helps you keep that zeal to want to do it especially it's for the right reasons especially if it's for uh god inspiring people um the right way community does help but they can you can't do it by yourself but a lot of people 
people get discouraged because they are doing it by themselves, but they're meant to do it, but they weren't meant to do it alone. Yeah. So. And I think you guys do a better job at community. And I think that the eighties and nineties, we were really sold this idea that we could do it by ourselves. I think that's part of the problem is that, you know, right now more than ever, I think God is trying to show uh, the power of community. You know what I mean? And we've got to, we got to get there, you know what I mean? This is our version of No Step in the 80s. Have you ever heard the song? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is the actual music video. <laughs> no, we weren't doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> idea of listening to yourself you know it, it's so it, it's so it's interesting because uh, I know we don't want to be alone but it, what's crazy is how when you make a mistake the first thing you want to do is be alone and it's like no let your brothers and sisters build you up let's communicate let's talk to each other uh, I think about Peter disqualifying himself when he said uh, well what's your interpretation of Peter denied Christ three times. Do you know that story? Where he, he's like, stop asking. I just told you. <laughs> One year, bro. <laughs> but the, the story where uh, Jesus tells Peter three times, you're going to deny me. Peter says, no, that's never going to that's never gonna happen. Uh, and he ends up doing it. You know what I mean? He ends up betraying him three, uh, three times. What do you feel about that? Like, Especially being there, being a disciple, seeing Jesus, and knowing that when he was in his darkest moment, you didn't have what it took to stay beside him. How do you how do you think that can be interpreted? Like from Jesus' standpoint. From Peter's standpoint. Uh, from Peter. I mean, I think it was just a lot of because from what I understand, I mean, it could have been a lot of fear, fear of like you know, it was just so sudden. It was like fear of death, like. And didn't he, didn't Peter have a family? Yeah. So maybe it was like he was thinking about, oh no, like I'm a husband, like I can't. It just all that and wrapped in one anxiety, like just just overcame him and like he just was just like freaked out, like because I can see it happening, anxiety all of a sudden and thinking about I'm a husband, like, but 
I would freak out too. I would be like, honestly, like, like, yo, are we really talking about this, bro? Like, like we're talking yeah. about death. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, and and I think, but and I think, um, because you know, you can you can talk a big game, like you know, like the night before Jesus said that he said that he wouldn't do it, like, and he said, I'm not going to betray you, Lord. And then Jesus was, he got the revelation that he was. Yeah. And. Real time is completely yeah, different. Yeah, real time. Yeah, we were talking about that yeah, earlier. Yeah. So I think it's that, like, he didn't actually think. I Like, he, he knew what would happen, but he didn't really know. So, <laughs> but real time, yeah. And especially if you're not prepared for it, like, you just freak out. What What do you think, Troy? Like, like that type of pressure, following Jesus and then seeing he's actually arrested, seeing yeah. him get beat, seeing him, you know, and then they turn to you and go, hey, you're one of the Jesus followers. How do you think that that can be interpreted through a, a modern perspective? These are great questions that yeah. are boggling my mind. Because yeah. I think what happens is the emotions start getting yeah. like, yeah. how would I see that? Because are we talking about betrayal or are we talking about humanity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm also not 100% on the story. Well, so check it out. When you think about it, when you go, okay, so if I'm there and I'm following Jesus, it's like it's like being a, like pretend like playing along with it, like like okay, if I'm there and I'm following Jesus and I'm watching this guy that I say is the Messiah, and I watch him get arrested, I watch him get beaten, and I just stand by after telling him I wouldn't just stand by. You know what I mean? It, it's the, it's just like what uh, Pastor Christine was talking about today when she was saying, once you guys make this commitment, right? So now it's like you become these media people. You become these voices, these influencers. And here comes the success. Here comes the fame. Now you have the ability. Who are you now under the pressure? You know what I mean? And that's that that's the real challenge. And I tell people all the time that the same Peter that you see that walked with Jesus is not the same Peter that you see at the end of his life. That Peter matured. And it shows you there's that one discipleship cannot be neglected. The discipleship cannot be neglected if you are going to even touch the idea of leadership, you must be mentored and discipled. If you don't even touch the idea of being a parent, uh, the idea of being a husband, where if, if anybody anywhere is going to depend on you for any reason, <laughs> you need to be discipled, you know, because uh, it's the, the human nature pulls you into self so easily. And I think uh, Peter uh, is this guy that really genuinely was that guy that's like, I'm going to force this to happen. I can make this happen. I'm strong. I'm this. I get that. So when you look at how Christ had to mentor him, it was almost like, dude, it's bigger than your strength. It's bigger than your knowledge. It's bigger, like you talked about his compassion. And Peter's like, why don't you just punch that guy in the face? It's like, because that doesn't work all the time, Peter. You know, like, look what's happening to me. People are afraid of me, and I'm being nice. You know, and so it's, it's uh, 
uh, that's a long, don't trust the nice part. There's a, it's a sort of, because <laughs> like Jesus wasn't necessarily nice. You know, he didn't walk through skipping like, seriously, believe me. He, he didn't do that. Uh, but, but the point is, you know, how we respond to who God is calling us to be under pressure, that legit tells us where we are. Like, so if you're around a bunch of people that are acting crazy, do you have the ability to stay in character as a son of God without judging them? But do they have the ability to pull you in? I think there's always going to be that possibility where you just don't take that step and precaution with yourself and you listen to yourself rather than, or you listen to everybody else rather than, you know, that voice in your head saying, Hey, don't do stupid. You know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got you. It, it's true. Because it's, 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 I feel like you're about to say something about peer pressure. Because it is a form of pressure. Of peer pressure. Um, did you do a little peer pressure thing? Uh, yeah. I think, I think like in school, definitely, yeah. Because I think I told the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about the girl who tried to say that um, I wear the shirts, comes to do shirts too much, and she wanted me to where match with her she's like the total of the french show like match with me tomorrow we're purple don't wear the convention shirt okay we're looking at pronto shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's purple what, what about so, so when you think about this idea of being persecuted of for your faith you know because that's a pretty like you're like man i just joined the team a year ago and i can get persecuted you know, how do you feel about that? What's your interpretation of that? Um, at this point in my life, I really stopped really caring about what other people's opinion about me is. Good. I've just stopped. Like my, I'm like, okay, you don't like me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a point in time where I didn't even like me. Right. Like, I, so, like, <laughs> You can't be worse than what my brain has told me. Wow. Wow. So I'm I'm, I'm the happiest I have been in decades. And so I You're not gonna let anyone take that from Yeah. yeah and, and, and I know when you when people do things like the whole how can you be a you know a Christian in twenty twenty three? You see what they're doing, you know, yeah. It's like and it, what's what what gets me the most is how interesting it is that they can't actually do that. They can't say Christians do this and this and this without actually doing what they say that Christians do, or what they say that Hebrew people do, or what Messianic Jews is like. Dude, when you try to call us out, do you realize that you're being as judgmental as you say that they are? You know what I mean? Listen, guys, we gotta play some music for you guys. We are going to be right. Well, actually, I'm supposed to play this. And I, uh, I hope my boss is not listening because Trouble. Uh, again, she took the risk and gave me the job. <laughs> He's half flipped that. It's never my fault. All right, we'll be right back, guys. All right. So to the uh, yeah, to the to the streamyard audience, you know, um, obviously you get the. The advantage of being in the Facebook, I see. Hi, mom. My mom's watching. I do I, smile. I do smile. Grandma. <laughs> Grandma. 
Dude, you are so country, bro. I wouldn't live in it, though. <laughs> Let me see here. Let me pull this up here. So much fun. I know. Sure. This is flatland. Flatland. Oh, this is. Or take your holy spirit from me. Receive your salvation. Grant me sustain. That there was no greater entire world in the. All right, so we can show a little clip of. And just some Let me show you a little clip of church. what goes on at Refresh Community Church. This is pretty cool that we get to show you guys this. So this is a clip of the church, the service. Uh, and you know what's crazy is you get to you actually get yeah they got to see it's Troy that there's Troy. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at all groovy. All right, here's a clip and of David, Refresh. Chapter five, he wrote, do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. David knew that there was no. And there's sing about. Church. Now. I know you may have gotten up this morning and threw yourself together and maybe got here a little late and, and you're, you're rushing to get here, but I really hope and pray that you came here to meet Jesus today because he's here to meet you. And when we fall into his presence during worship, there is nothing greater than that at all. There's no blessing, no money, no joy. No car, no house, no matter what you try to gain in this world, there is nothing better than being in the presence of God. And I pray that this was not your only time in the presence of God. I pray that this was only a substitute to the many times you've already been in the presence of God this week through your own personal time of worship, through your own personal time of Bible study, through your own personal time of devotions. And God has been meeting you all week. This is just, we just get together. We just come together corporately to do it this morning, right? So praise God for that. So we have a couple quick announcements. Uh, I'm going to bring up one of our young adults. Uh, yep, come on up. Dom's, uh, this is Dom, by the way. If you don't know who Dom is, Dom's going to go ahead and go over now. Hi. How's everyone doing? For starters, my name is Dominic. I've been going here for about two years now. Uh, this is the first time in a good long time that I've actually been up in front of that and talking about morning announcements. So uh, let's see how I, you know, how I do. Um, so we have the uh, Young Adults Podcast meeting that we're um, having right after service. So if you guys are more than interested in coming, please stay after the service because it's going to be a wild time. Uh, Replenish starts coming Wednesday on the 4th. Um, it's going to be at uh, 7 o'clock right here in the Worship Center. Uh, this is a discipleship program that you will not want to miss. Uh, and it's, it's going to be until mid-November, so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. The uh, small groups will be officially on the 8th. Uh, so see uh, Maria, it, it, Maria, sorry, Maria, if you are a leader or would like to be a part of that, because it, that really is a whole lot of fun. Now... 
the part, uh, uh, trunk or treat is uh, going to be coming up. It's going to be on the the 27th from seven to nine. So that is going to be really cool. So, so if you guys have any cool cars, any any cool vintage cars, any SUVs, compact SUVs, sports cars, bring them on down. We need them. We want them. <laughs> oh, I've been trying to. He's been very <laughs> good. Luck. <laughs> <laughs> so we need at least 20 cars so so if you guys want to bring your cars please do so and the uh, and uh nikki yes and nikki has the sign up sheets so she's gonna all right 15 more guys and uh volunteers are needed it's and really really strong you know you know it's Today, we're a little bit short-numbered, but that's okay. Because some days might be low, and other days might be really, really high. But, but the Lord works in mysterious ways. So, so we need people. We need greeters, people working the sound. We need people working the front, the front area, anywhere. So, so, you know, just use your gifts. God gives you gifts. Come use them. So, yeah, man. All right, guys. Well, that's it. We're anxious and ready for church. So they're tuned in. And then also it's that couldn't be here with us today. Hey, look at your neighbor and say, Hey, I'm here. Yeah, you made it today. You you made it. I mean, I felt like having church outside today. The weather is so beautiful here in Chesapeake, Virginia this morning. Nice breeze humming. So it's the perfect weather to roll the windows down and just go for a drive. So there's a story I wanted to open up with this morning. It's a story about a man by the name of Clark Clifford. Clark Clifford, uh, he was uh, the one of the former uh, people that were connected to President Truman back in the day. And every morning at about 8.30, the president would have a staff meeting. One day, the mail clerk brought in a lavender envelope with a regal wax seal on it, flowing with purple ribbons. Opening it, the president found a letter from, the, from King Ibn Saud of Saudi Arabia, whose salutation began this way, your magnific magnificence. 
Your magnificence, Truman repeated laughing. I like that, he said. I don't know what you all, you all call me, but ever, from now on, please start, start, start calling me uh, the magnificent one. But that changed rather quickly when Truman subsequently sent a message to the United Nations supporting the, abs- the admission of 100,000 Jews into Palestine. Soon afterward, he received a second letter from the king, and this one began, Dear Mr. President. He wasn't very happy about the admission of the Jews into Saudi Arabia. But when you, he, he, uh, he originally called him the magnificent one, your magnificent one, uh, because of out of respect. He respected the president that much that he ended up calling him that, uh, that name. When you think of the word respect, what comes to mind? Does a person come to mind right away when you think of the word respect? Um, does a, a situation, a circumstance, uh, your job, do you respect your job? Do you respect your boss? Do you respect your family? What comes to mind when you hear the word respect? Because in the Webster's Dictionary, it is defined as high or special regard. So we are back in Joshua today. Uh, like I said last week, I'm not sure how long the series is going. I'm just going week by week uh, as the Lord is pressing it on my heart to keep going. So we're uh, we're going to find ourselves in Joshua chapter 3. You guys are going to be blessed today. I'm telling you, the Lord is so amazing, and the Lord is so good. And and, and Chris said, you know, we're, the Holy Spirit's ready to fall. He's already been falling. I just want you to lean in because you God has got something he really wants to say to all of you today. Uh, Joshua 3, 1 and 4. Early the next morning, Joshua and the Israelites packed up and left Achaia. They went to the camp there that night. Two days later, their leaders went through the camp shouting, When you see some of the priests carrying the sacred chest, you know it's time to cross to the other side. You've never been there before. Look at your neighbor and say they've never been there before. (laughs) And you won't know the way. Unless you follow the chest, but don't get too close. Stay about a kilometer back. So what is this secret chest that they're talking about? Well, the secret chest is the Ark of Covenant. And this was a chest uh, with gold all the way up to the top called the mercy seat. And the Ark contained the Ten Commandments, Aaron's rod that was still budding. It was a rod from a tree was cut away, um, but it was in the ark and it was still budding. Usually when you cut something away from a tree, it dies. It still doesn't grow. But God was doing a miraculous thing through Aaron's rod. And uh, and also was a pot of manna. Manna is the food that fell from heaven to feed the Israelites. So in the box was the Ten Commandments, uh, Aaron's rod that was still budding, and also a cup of manna, uh, the food that was falling from heaven. Now, on top of this, uh, of the mercy seat, is where the presence of God sat. The presence of God was on the ark. And so, the, uh, the instruction was, was, you don't know where you're going. You've never been there before, and you don't know the way to get there. You need to follow where the ark is going. You need to follow where the presence of God is going. 
of respect don't get too close. I am just so glad today that story we're able to talk about Jesus himself. And now that Jesus has died on the cross for our sins, do you know how close we can get now? You weren't able to get close to the presence of God that had to stay a kilometer back. And, and, and a kilometer was about uh, 200 cubits, was about a half a mile. So you had to stay about a half a mile from the presence of God out of respect. But now today we can enter into his presence without any regard. We can get as close to Jesus as we want. When God was creating everything in the very beginning in Genesis, he spoke and it was created. He spoke. Human beings, men and women, were the only ones that he actually physically touched. He put his mouth on Adam's mouth. He breathed life into Adam. He was holding on to Adam and touching Adam as he was breathing life. That's why we are so longing for the touch of God still today. That's why we are so in worship. We're touching the hand of God. When we're, when we're listening to the word of God, we're, we're leaning into his presence because we need that touch of God again. We're, we're, we, we need that. We need him to touch our lives. The Lord instructed Joshua to keep a distance between the people and the ark. And this emphasized the holiness of God. And if it truly wanted God's guidance that people must learn to treat the Lord with respect. Because up to this point, they were very disrespectful. Oh, what if we go, we should go back to Egypt? At least we ate food there. At least we had a roof over our head there. We, need to, we should go back to Egypt. It was better being slaves. And they were very disrespectful to God. And so God was trying to teach these people, hey, listen, if you're going to become the nation that I'm calling you to be, if you're going to be the people I'm calling you to be, then you need to learn some respect. My God, how, do you, how did you feel about that? Like, you know, like, like, being that you are a new believer with fresh eyes, how does that, how does that, how did you interpret that? Well, I had never realized there was more than one time that he had parted water. Right. Like bodies of yeah. water. Um, so he, just hearing this story for the first time was just, I heard of the Ark of Covenant, never knew it was an act. Like I knew it was, it had to be somewhere in the Bible, never knew where it took place. But it was just cool because later in this, in what he was saying is like they, uh, God told the men who were carrying the covenant to go to the middle of the river, right, and wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, who's crazy enough, yeah, to go into this like forty foot river, yeah, and just to stand there? Check this out. We can say that. This is some really cool stuff. That's called a book, okay? And so there's... <laughs> no, 
<laughs> it's the same, man. You never know. It's like, I know, I just like, you're like, you're like how do I scroll? How do I scroll through it? No, yeah. But 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 seriously, dude, that's <laughs> there's no electronics on it. No, but 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 seriously, dude, it's like a, the level of intimacy, right? You know, for 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 even God to say, I'm gonna need you guys. Uh, I'm gonna have to show you guys some respect. Um, as much as we want intimacy with God, it's like, hey, remember we are talking about God. So right. I know that uh, this generation's emotional and sensitive. So what what happens when God's standard goes past your modern perspective of what's acceptable? And so when God says, wait, and you're like, well, so I can say, it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. I can say, hey, Faith, uh, come here. But she had, she can't move until she knows why. She goes, why? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, you are about to get hurt. You're like, 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 you are in a dangerous situation. Like, you need to come and, and then ask why or let me explain. But her perspective is I can't move <laughs> until I know what I'm doing. And here's her counterpart, Crystal, is joining us. She's also one that cannot function until she knows why. So uh, it took the power of God to for, for me in church. Uh, it took the power of God to not just like nudge Crystal like, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, a, that's you. Because she will say why all day. I can't hear you. Why are you muted? Oh, I, the fact that I can mute you makes me so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is great. This is amazing that you mute. Didn't you try to come on here before and you were like the, the audio wouldn't work for some reason? Your computer's broken? Is that what it is? Or you're in your phone? What are you doing? I can't stand when she does the whole, it's like, we can see you. You look crazy. Uh, uh, <laughs> but what are we, why is he, are you muted? Did you select? Audio on the outside thing. <laughs> She's still talking. Yeah, there you go. Why can't we hear you? We can't hear you. Did she just freeze like that? That's so <laughs> Every creepy. Time. So creepy. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> All right, so try to unmute it now. <laughs> this happens so much oh where she can never. <laughs> Oh man, but but yeah. So this idea of you know, like following God's instructions, you know what I mean? It's like, wait, what does that mean, bro? You know, to and, and so like what Joshua says to go and and, and he says to go and wait. Uh, what a wild concept, you know what I mean? To 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 go and wait, and there's the man himself right there. <laughs> There's, there's the man himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is we're. I know this might be weird for you. I don't know if you actually, but we're we're actually reviewing uh, the the sermon today and what we were talking about listening to yourself. But imagine being one of the priests and you go, well, why do we have to do it this way? Why can't we do it this way? And one of the things that tripped me out was when Pastor Thomas said. Show your pastor some respect because we carry all the load. <laughs> I was like so gangster. <laughs> like that, that was so dope. 
uh and, and and i could tell that that was like a real thing uh and <laughs> it's just like but it was such great advice we're gonna try this one more crystal we're gonna try it again uh here's there we go hey there you go yeah. uh, so we're talking about so we're talking about really two things uh it is one uh you know listening to yourself right and when is it time to uh say hey i need words like so so there's things like help i don't know <laughs> and based off this scripture that pastor thomas is talking about it's almost like the next one is following directions <laughs> and following who the leader is right now, what's what's funny is joshua is the leader but the priests are the leader and so you're seeing leaders complying with leaders. Right. Oh, dude, butt heads for sure. But uh, isn't it interesting that he's saying, like, you know, we already know that Joshua said that, like, like God is with Joshua because he says, I'm going to be with you the same way I was with Moses. Mm-hmm. And you see the priest going into the deep. Uh, and I want to play this part right here because this is really cool. Check this out, guys. Get you closer, you'll respect me better. Last week, we saw two spies come back and report with it. God surely was giving Jericho over to them because everybody there was afraid of God. They weren't afraid of Joshua. They weren't afraid of the spies. Remember, Rahab said, we heard of what your God has done. See, God's reputation, because of that, he demands our respect. His presence, the ark, goes before us, and he says, I've got your back, but you've got to learn how to respect me. You've got to learn how to reverence me. You've got to learn how to, how to be in relationship with me. You've, you've got to learn how to, f- the fear of the Lord. And it's not this fear of the Lord where he's, me. I'm so afraid he's going to, you know, zap me with lightning. I'm so afraid if I walk into your church, I'm going to catch on fire. You're an arson? I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I've never seen But this misconception people have of church. This is the false misconception they have of God. They think God is a God full of wrath. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So that part, how did you take that part? Because I personally said that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Years ago, it's like with all the stuff that I've done, it was just, oh, yeah, I walk into a church, I want to burst into flames and be struck by lightning. But how he was talking about just the respect of the idea of it was like, yeah. yeah he deserves an amount of respect and he's the creator it is isn't it well isn't it weird when you're distant from that you don't think that it's like you don't think about it it's like but there wouldn't be this right yeah but when we respect like when, even today when we say respect your elders most of the time we're saying like um obey them you know, like obey your parents. And I think that's what it 
come down to it was like getting rid of any pride um and humbling yourself so that you can obey god right so so when you say that you know I, again uh guys i'm telling you when you need when i say you need to come to refresh you need to check out refresh because mm-hmm. here's one of the things that he said that got me and it's like you it's cool when you're in the front with joshua you're in the front with moses you can see the presence of god move you can see god move but what do you do when you're in the way back what do you mm-hmm. if you're the two million if you're the two million person in the back it's like okay so now you're you're really showing how much you're on the team now i've experienced this personally because in the military we just follow orders and so i don't get that excuse where i can go like you know you rebellious people go uh why all the time like you and you and <laughs> you and faith are always going why 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 it's like, well the two millionth person to me has to have the most faith because when you're like if even today if you're someone that has seen miracles like you've actually known you've been in the presence of the holy spirit something like that like you know like it's just it's something like a fact in a way um <laughs> that's good but somebody that hasn't that much um they've got to really rely on their faith because it's not something they've seen i hate the fact that i'm seeing your cat right now yeah. <laughs> when i say i cannot stand that cat i love her oh my gosh i can't like i, I can't stand either one of her animals just drive me insane she was like, do not talk to these people. Pay attention to me. <laughs> just, I'm the center of attention. Just like, oh, man, it drives me insane. But but you're but but so here's the thing is that we were talking earlier about listening to yourself. And when you're in the back and you you know, it's so easy to be like, I'm tired of this, guys. You know, I mean it's pretty cool, the whole splitting the red sea and thing like that. But man, you know, we've been wandering for 40 years. How do we know we can still trust Moses? How do we know we can still, like, how do we know we can trust Joshua? There are giants on the land. Why do we have to do everything like, are their we way? sure that's really ours over there? <laughs> <laughs> right, like listening to yourself, you know, and, and, and especially when there's justified. It's like, it's like, who made him the leader? God. Mm-hmm. How do we know he hears from God? How do you know that? There's so many reasons to question, but only one reason to just trust. <laughs> it's so crazy and so like you know when i think when i think about the priest even complying where they go into the deep and they wait you know and they wait for two million people to pass mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh one i thank god for telling those people to do it not yeah. me. <laughs> But at the same time, what God is asking us to do now in such a generation where we are dealing with human narcissism and human ego like never before. Like, I, I, I like this is the first generation where I've like, I wonder if people actually think people built the world. You know, you know what I mean? Because the, I, the, I think we've done so much damage. Which is one of the reasons why I just love, I love that I get to keep saying refresh church because it's like, that's the answer. Let's mm-hmm. give this church, let's give the idea of church another chance because we know that we can correct some things. But when I look at the effort 
that God has put into building the kingdom. And I'm like, all he's looking for is willing vessels that will commit and focus. The same way we build our our pagan towers and we build this and we build that. It's like God wants his own thing. And, mm-hmm. and we have this opportunity to build that. Right. And then, like we've been talking about for a long time, how God talked to me a long time about this, that this area has so many talented people from all types of talents, whether it's authors, musicians, um, technology, whatever it is. And I believe this is supposed to be like the um, Hollywood or the world. The, the, the Christian LA. That's yeah, the, like the Hampton the Roads is like the Christian LA, right? Because we, we, we're the birthplace of America. Think about just being able to, to, to be the influence uh, that changes culture forever. Like we clearly see that what we're what America what's happening to America right now is not working. So even with you being a new believer do you know how many people listening right now are new believers and they're hearing you and they're going, he's a new believer. And I, I'm hearing his voice. Like I get to witness someone learning with me. You know what I mean? You're not up here trying to be like, yes, I know everything. I'm a preacher. And like, I've memorized the book already. Yeah. I, I asked him several questions. He was like, man, I'm not familiar with that story. And I'm like, you get to do that. Yeah. You're a new believer, and for one, I'm grateful that you're not uh, you're not feeling that pressure of like I should know everything. In the, like, like we talked about we earlier, talked about earlier. Yeah, we, before we we talked about, uh, Crystal, I'd love to know what you think about this too. Uh, we talked about this earlier about uh, how people get upset about things they haven't been taught. Are you one of those people where you get angry when there's something you don't know? She's like, no, because I know everything. Right? Yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I don't get angry with that, but it makes me want to learn about it. Uh, it's one thing. It's okay, like, if you don't know that you're ignorant about something, but then if you choose to stay ignorant about something, that's different. Yeah, he said earlier, he said, that, you know, like, like right. not learning from your mistakes is completely different. But I do know that that struggling uh, people, a lot of people struggle with the, but with saying, I don't know. Uh, but one of the things that I think about with um, Pastor Thomas's message today was that he kept saying, you don't know where you're going. You haven't been this way before. So it's like, I need you guys to be humble because you don't know. Right. So there's a place where the only thing you can do is follow right and and that's the thing like i just want to say real quick like with that right and it, like getting your hearts ready i think it was getting them to just obey right and it's the same thing today like and i was watching something that was talking about it and i was like it's so true like um when you today say like so many parents or so many people or even young people they're like well, you've got to experience it for yourself and make mistakes. The best way is if you experience yourself and you go out and make mistakes and learn from them. But that's not true. Like the best <laughs> thing to do is to what? learn from other people that have already made the mistakes or that actually know what's happening. You don't have to go out and make all these mistakes. You don't have to. You can listen to sound advice 
and you can read the word and you can, you know, talk to pastors and other people or people that have been through it. You can talk to, you know, um, alcoholics or anything like you before you go and make those mistakes, you can get sound advice. Nobody says that you have to make mistakes in order to learn. That's not true. You just have to obey. Because if you're making all these mistakes and using it as an excuse, then you're just not obeying. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is that I know when things become cliche, you know, like like, like well, we're, I'm young, I'm supposed to make mistakes. It's like, no, you're young, you're supposed to listen. I'm sorry. You, you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like oh, and and this is where I think parents are actually neglecting their position and this is where i think leaders neglect their position because you have a young generation that's willing to listen if you're willing to lead but we put the younger generation in a situation where it's like we're watching you guys you older generation, we're watching you guys play around with our lives and we're not letting you do that anymore so we'd rather figure things out on our own to continue trusting you and that and that's so like sad because like if you have a child right and that child is going to go up to a hot stove you're going to tell that child before they touch it don't do that it's going to burn you it's going to hurt you don't sit there and say oh well i'm just going to let him touch it and figure out for himself what hot is and let him burn his hands on a hot stove like that doesn't happen you know so why pick and choose like that that's physical stuff you're going to tell your kid okay, this is going to hurt if you do this. But for some reason, when it comes to life and experiences, parents nowadays are like, well, you're just going to have to go through it yourself and then figure it out. And that's not true. I would add, like, sometimes I'd ask my parents, like, for instance, with the uh, financial uh, burden of, like, having a house and having all these other bills, like, you know, well, how much and how do you guys handle you know, like a house payment, and they're like, you don't need to know that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how am I going to find this, in, or how am I going to kind of learn this information without, you know, having a guide in, in some sort right. of way? Right. Yeah, parents to, are like, um, you know, you don't need to worry about that. You're a kid. Well, no. Right, you, so you don't need to like, know that yet? Yeah, like my son, like everybody knows this, just bragging on him a little bit. Like my son's 24. He bought his first house when he was 20, like bought it, not rented, but bought it. Um, because when he was growing up, like I talked to him all about credit, all about investing in properties and where to put your money. And like, um, he also, because he graduated from a private school, a Christian school, they took personal finance. Like they had to, that was required. And you so, know what's funny, what's, what's, what's funny about that is when I, when I, when I'm looking at the people of God, right. And they're walking through Jordan, like the 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 position that they're in is that they they're going to a new home, they're going to a new place, they're going to a place called success, they're going to a place called you know you know responsibility, they're going to and the it's so funny how the only thing they can do in this particular part is follow instructions, and sometimes that I think that with American pride we have spoken of freedom so much mm -hmm. that we haven't realized that the words freedom and rebellion have merged together right like people always say, don't don't nobody tell me what to do but god I'm but you listen to god so <laughs> she said don't nobody tell me what to do but god like you don't listen to him 
I know, right? <laughs> so as so with 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 new eyes, with new eyes and being a new believer, when you hear the word leadership, what does that actually mean to you? And like, do you hear control in that, or like, what do you hear when you hear leadership? So, for me now, I see it as a mentor, someone who can lead you in understanding. Uh -huh. But before, when I saw leadership, I was just like, they're just someone who just wants to tell you what to do and you know flex their power. Got it. And. I was not a fan of that, so I did stupid things. Especially because <laughs> you have a free spirit, so I, yeah. I, get, I totally get it. It's just like, well, I know that I'm not a bad person. I know that I'm a good guy. I know that I'm a fun-loving person. I don't need anyone to lead me. Right. I also suck at peer pressure for a while. <laughs> right. Gotcha. So, you, yeah. So Well, that's what's funny so is that you end up <laughs> listening to someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's the thing is you end up listening to someone. So... This is why when Pastor Thomas said the people were like, let's go back into Egypt. And I'd love to hear what you got to say about this, Crystal. Uh, but he, when he says that the people said, let's go back to Egypt, at least there were spices there. It's like, did you forget about the slavery that was there? Like, you, you didn't, like, you, you just traded, like I said, newfound freedom for slavery. For, for, for slavery, like, hey, man, you know, but why do, why do you think that happens, Crystal, where people so easily forget the blessings of God uh, and, and go back to, I, I have to say it, go back to listening to themselves? And why does it happen so fast? I don't, well, you know, the same thing, like if somebody that you love is sick or something, and then people often pray, like, God, if you just do this, I promise I'll, you know, do this, 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 and they start out doing it, and then, you know, once that person is well, then they just kind of back off. And um, it's really getting used to being inconsistent anyway. That's how we are as humans. A lot of times we're not consistent with a lot of things and it just blows over into every part of our lives. Um, and we're, I think it's also just being selfish. Like you want what's best for yourself for the kingdom. That was well, you just called out the entire body of Christ. So, because <laughs> like, seriously, we all, I don't know, have you done that before? We're like, God, are you kidding me out of this? I'll never do this again. And then again, you have the knife over the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The knife <laughs> over the toilet. <laughs> it's like, I swear I won't touch it again. <laughs> it's and funny. Then the next night, <laughs> I had those nights before. Yeah, but it, it really is like that. It's, it's like, uh, there, there is that pressure of who are we going to listen to, you know, and how are we going to respond? And, you know, um, and the big word that she just said, consistency. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and when you look at Joshua saying, look, man, as for me and my house, we're, we're going to serve the Lord. That That's a, that's a big deal. Uh, so this consistency that you're talking about, I think a lot of that comes from also becoming too familiar. So I want you guys to check this out. Listen to this real quick. And that God is going to put them down or them on fire because of all understand what was the sack.
banks of the tr- They're there for all these years. All this trouble. And here they are about ready to cross the border river to land. Standing on the ready. <laughs> oh no, we have no Wi-Fi. You guys, make sure you're supporting current FM. <laughs> make sure you support. Current. We got Wi-Fi issues, man. <laughs> I know I can hear that, but uh, hold on. This, can you hear me? Hold on, no, uh, one second. Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Like I have this book right here. You're free? It, it's okay. huh? It's called leadership, right? Leadership: A Communication Perspective. What I've read too is that there's so many leaders out there, whether it's in work, ministry, whatever it is, even in family. Like there's so many leaders that have never taken a leadership class that have, has never been taught any specific communication styles, anything. They've never read a book about leadership. They're just, it's pretty much like it says in the book, there's something called like shotgun managers or shotgun leaders um, where they don't have a lot of experience in leading, but they just jump into it really fast. And they just believe that they just want to be in charge. And, um, can you hear me still? Yeah, we just listen. Oh, you just look frozen. <laughs> okay, but yeah, there, there has to. You have so many leaders nowadays that absolutely know nothing about leading, and they're really just going off of their own feelings, and um, it, it makes a lot of people just um, not give their all and back away. And sometimes that happens even within the church. You have these leaders and pastors or whatever that they may mean well, but they have absolutely no idea how to actually lead anyone. Because the main, and we all know the the first thing about leading, the most important thing about leading, is serving. Like you have to be a servant. Yeah, I think that so your generation can absolutely see who genuinely cares and who doesn't. Yeah, you, you can. What, what are some of the things that you guys notice? At least in my work standpoint for my job, is <laughs> uh, the people who recently purchased our dealership, uh, not going to name names, yeah. of course, but the, the first things they said was nothing is going to change. And then everything, everything changed. changed. And was not for the good and every problem that we have brought up and it was like hey we need this fixed nothing has happened yeah so when we when when my family came to the church and and pastor the whole thing happened with you guys and and the the bonfire and this 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 momentum was created and it was almost like pastor thomas immediately knew we do not want to be another spooky spiritual church that says oh this was a god thing but then don't execute it like so he's been holding me accountable since the bonfire to say hey do this this and i knew it was going to get to this place where it came down to paperwork And, and when he said when he straight up said he's like duke i need things on paper i need this i need that and i'm like but I'm not that guy. I, I, like, I love coming up with ideas. And, and he even said, 
you're not going to have me on the phone for two hours, which he was like, like, don't try to make this a habit. Get it to me on paper. And, and I did it. And it was, like I said, it was, my skin was burning, but my skin was like, it, it burned. But I, 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 I don't know why I could do it. I could do it because I see how much he cares. Cause like my motivation is totally when he said, we're not going to disappoint these young people. And he's so committed to making sure that this church represents what God can do with his people when we align ourselves up. And, and like, the fact, like you guys got to understand. I don't think you guys really understand the level of rebellion that I have towards putting stuff on paper. And I think the one was it just two nights ago. I was having a complete breakdown two days ago when I was just like, "What's the point in planning? Planning oh, doesn't yeah. get anything done." You know, it's like I've done so much in my life and I don't make plans. I just I sound like the Joker. I just do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just do stuff. And Crystal just kind of put her head down like, oh, my God. You know, because the truth is, I I do get stuff done. I mean, half the city might be destroyed, but I got it done. It's like it, it, didn't have, <laughs> it didn't have to turn out that way. But when it came down to, like, Duke, you can continue doing things your way and listening to yourself. Or you can actually say, hey, these, we are not going to disappoint these young people. And you align yourself with that, that vision. You get disciplined. And now, for some reason, I can just, I don't even know where, I just can, I can just do it now. And so I send him, uh, you know, you know the, the phases. And I'm like, he's going to hate it. He's going he's gonna to be like, Duke, you did this wrong. You did this wrong. Like, and I felt vulnerable. And then he's like, love it, man. What's you doing? I'm like, so, he's like, Wait, you telling me that I just like for twenty years avoided it? It's like that's all you needed was for me to, and I'm like, all right. Uh huh. You find that out a lot. He he avoided math his entire life, like his entire <laughs> life avoided math, and then, told the story. <laughs> yeah, and then it was like literally when he started doing math and he started figuring it out, and I saw the look on his face, like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? This makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and, which, which is also interesting because this is one of the things that lets me know I'm in the right place where God is saying, Duke, there are gifts that you thought you were bad at mm-hmm. that I that that I you just never took time to learn how to develop. And I realized that I can't when he says we cannot disappoint these young people, mm-hmm. I feel that so much. Because I was a disappointed young person. That's why I ended up making the mistakes that I made. Because I did say, I, I did disqualify myself. Uh, you know, and even though my parents were there trying to, to help me, uh, it was like, I just, I didn't have the strength to believe that I was capable. You know, <laughs> oh, this guy. So, Father Thomas says the faces are awesome. Thanks for the heart. <laughs> 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 the purging of my of my soul. <laughs> it's like, like I had to read a book, man. <laughs> yeah, but, I know, but, like he's all Duke's always telling me, no, I, I can't do it, trying to get me to do it. And 
I'm always telling them you write like you're great with words. You're great getting your point across. I can edit it for you, but do it. And I'm so glad he's finally found. He wrote in one night. He wrote an entire business plan, the whole phases for the new church, and something else. It was like I was like, wow. Like, are you kidding me? You could have been doing this all along. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's, it's but this is what I want to show you and why you know the, the pastor thomas I, I don't know where i i've got to try to find the timestamp, but pastor thomas talks about the heights you remember that <laughs> mm-hmm. the 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 so many heights the, so like and it's like so we're witnessing this miracle but there are the ice right and mm-hmm. I, I i i wonder if the wi-fi is going to work with me um and that, that I think that's the issue is God gives you tools, resources, and abilities. But if you're not careful and you make your ites more powerful than what God can do, technically you're going to follow what you believe. I think that's where we have to be really careful, uh, guys. I think that's where we have to be really careful is that at the end of the day, you are going to do what you believe, mm-hmm. you know, and if you believe the wrong things about yourself, where, where does your destiny have a chance? You know, if, 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 if you don't take the time to, uh, to you know, like God already knew what they were going to do, but he needs you to believe in yourself. He needs you to know what you're capable of. I think yeah, that, that is yeah. the situation, people. And I want to say this to all the believers out there listening right now. It is so critical that you know, find out there's another believer somewhere that you're speaking words of encouragement because there's no that's going to do that. You know what I mean? They, 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 they you know, it, it's, it's uh, the depression, you know, feeling alone, isolated. When you see somebody being a good father, you need to let people know, hey, man, good job being a good father, man. You know, mm-hmm. Guess what, guys? Being a good father is rare today. Good job. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. Awesome. We, we always complain. <laughs> 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 you know, like, like, yeah. No, seriously, we've got to encourage because it's so easy. Yeah. The enemy People is waiting you know, to take you know your victory away from you. Right. Like you ask for pickles on a hamburger. If yeah, you, you know, and then it doesn't come. Like people will be quick to complain to people when they do wrong, but they don't as often at all tell people when they're doing right. And a lot of times people just need to hear that they're going in the right direction and that somebody sees them. You know, everybody wants to be seen. And that's like really important to tell people that they're seen, you know, they're doing a great job, whatever it is, or just giving somebody a kind word. Like it goes so far every day instead of constantly always complaining about what people do wrong. Yeah. Right. And I like, guys, don't, don't trick yourself, guys. Encouragement, it's not something that happens every day. You know what I mean? Like, like we've got to, we got to get this through our head that uh, positivity is not something that happens every day. 
you know, and, and so we've got to really deal with this right. and say, wait a minute. And on, it, it, yeah. It, go ahead. I was going to say on the other end, like you, you are somebody that's encouraging them and the person that needs encouragement, you've got to also learn, which I had to deal with of humbling yourself to where, um, that you, of course, you're going to accept, um, the acknowledgements. And when somebody says you're doing something right, but you've also got to be able to accept when someone is being genuine and telling you where you need to improve. So it's got. You have a good use of compliments. Oh, absolutely! I can't. It's hard for me to take a compliment serious. Like, like I know when last week when you you and you were on the first time and mahogany was like, Troy is so dope. I totally knew where she was coming from, and but you were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but 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 that, that, why why do you think people struggle with compliments? I think because there's a lot of fakeness and a lot of people. Well, that was a strong. That's, that's good. Yeah, no, it's there's because <laughs> there's people who compliment you to get something out of yeah. you. Oh wow! And I'd rather not. Right. And unfortunately, in my life, I have seen too much of that. And. I have had those compliments where they're just trying to get something out of me. Mm -hmm. What's so crazy about that is you're talking Bible and don't know it yet. Like, <laughs> like the scriptures, like beware of flattery words. Yeah. Their heart is far from you. And you, it's like, wait, what? Like the, the insight and advantage when you have a church community and you have a pastor like Pastor Thomas, who, uh, willing to say the things that he says and willing to preach the way that he preaches it's like that's nothing but advantage like it's like oh man if i had known that flattery where i'm like y'all want to go over there where they talk nice about me where no one tells me that i've gained weight and that i smell <laughs> funny and my zippers down <laughs> you know what i mean i want to hang out with those people the problem is those people are going to tell other people he smells funny it's like Oh man, like behind your back. Yeah, it, and then it's so weird because with like successful people, seriously successful people, if you can't correct them, they don't even trust you. If you if you fear them, they already know you only fear me because I have money. If they're, it, it's almost like if you can't tell someone about themselves. You know, like like if someone disappoints you and, and hurts you, it's like you know, you know, of course people are people, but there's nothing wrong with saying you hurt me in this. I believe in you. You let me down. There's nothing wrong with holding people accountable. And I did that one time. With what? With me? No. <laughs> I don't know. You just consistently throw me under the bus. I just. I know. I did that one time in uh, sixth grade with this girl. She was like, she was a really sweet girl. Um. The girl behind her wasn't so sweet. And I was just like sitting in class and because I had no muscle, I just had arm back. Um <laughs> so <laughs> the mean girl convinced this nice girl to like like you know move that move that arm back. And I looked over to her and I was just like, You're better than that. You don't need to do that. You were better than that, and that was really messed up. So So dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty awesome. Me, I would have I probably would have poured gasoline on her and 
set on fire. Yeah. So don't do that, people. Don't. And this is what I mean about said, yeah, like that's true. I know he would do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is where maturity comes because I go Hulk smash. I don't even tell the pastor Thomas. It's like I got two modes, and the reason why I know he's the leader is because so like I have two modes. I'm really nice, and then the incredible hulk like, like hulk smash like Arr! you know so those are the two modes and uh, it's like i i want to develop in conflict management conflict control like okay you know you're yelling at me i don't have to respond that way usually it's like that's what we're doing let's go <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what i mean and it's just like okay dude you're like got like you, you said you're better than that so i'm looking at jesus getting punched in the face and he's like what did i do to hurt you, you know? that's a different thing though someone punched me <laughs> <laughs> right right like you know crystal's talking to me about her cats and i'm like my entire life i've never liked cats and then she has a cat and it's just like dude it's just the innocent animal like that's the devil it's not the devil you don't like the cat where's your patience where's your this uh but he loves this one can't stand that dog either. Can't stand it. <laughs> I'm like, just go you be do. with Jesus, man. Jesus. Like, I think that dog is better off with Jesus. No, so this is it's funny how you can make something about yourself right to me a dog can protect you yeah that dog yeah. is first of all that dog i i hate pride that oh, dog yeah. is sneaky it's <laughs> manipulative it's prideful i've seen that dog look me in the face and it's like what are you gonna do i'll tell mom and i'm just like Yo, you did this in front of me. Oh. Like I, the dog does stuff. Like it talks junk about me. It's like everyone hates you. I'm like I hate you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you would just hear him say the dog talks junk about. The dog, dude, the dog is evil, man. I'm telling you, this dog it manipulates. It like it's like it's like don't get on the couch. And then it's like don't get on the couch. And then you walk out of the room and it's like you watch the dog literally say to itself in words, "I can do what I want," and then sit on the couch. And then you come back in, you're like, hey, did I sit get off the couch? And the dog's like, like, oh, now you want to play the victim. You know what I mean? And she and she's and she's an enabler. I know. Crystal's an enabler. She's a dog enabler. Yeah, does that man scare you? And she's like, no, no, he's, he's, and I, and I, I know. And he says to the press, say, oh, it's okay. Does that that man scare you? What? It's like, <laughs> oh, it's horrible. And I and I, I know these these pet enablers. <laughs> and even when she does something, she's like Crystal in front of Crystal. Crystal's like, oh, it's okay. It's, it's I'm okay. Like, don't don't do that on mommy's porch. So Crystal that. will show <laughs> compassion to this dog, but she's on me if I misspell a word, if my punctuation is off. And I'm like, how can you treat this dog better than me? Innocent. We're supposed to do everything as if we're doing it for God, right? So yeah, that punctuation counts. She's already just innocent baby. And I just want to say, I had my dog, my dog, years old and he passed away last year and it oh, broke dude. my heart in a zillion pieces and i'm just yeah, now look, it's that's a, this uh, was just a thing like breaking, uh, years old, 
She's eight years old. She's already went through three families, and um, she just came into my life. Cry me a river. The victimization. Oh my God. The victimization. No, see now, now I'm, I'm the bad the guy. Card. I am playing the victim card hard. I, I'm playing the like I'm the bad guy now. It's oh like because I know all these rescue pet owners out here are going to be like, okay, we are canceling, dude. Cancel me. I, you know, you know like, it's funny. I found out there was like uh, um, 190 or something different breeds of dog in the United States. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we got like this farm and got one each breed? Wouldn't it be cool if I moved to <laughs> Afghanistan? You know what I mean? Like, dude, I, the, dude, her love for animals. Dude, I'm telling you, she's got like this, some Snow White thing going on. Oh my God. We yeah. went to the beach one time. Shit. We went to the beach. I'm like, I ain't getting in there jellyfish are everywhere she goes into the water and they just I like look up and everybody's her. staring at me on the beach and i'm like what like they're like you don't feel that the electricity i didn't feel anything. they were just yeah go ahead she was on some straight little yeah. mermaid stuff yeah. like we all got out the water like the birds came down the birds came down <laughs> it was just weird yeah but but seriously you know we we we, we, we do have to you know, like, the, okay, the animal thing. It's like, it's so funny how God put me in a position where it's like, get over yourself. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like, this is what it's comes over. with. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like, get over yourself. And it's like, okay, God, but the thing is, is that I'm already, I like, I like, I'm doing good at this. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And he's like, but you're going to, you're going to mature in this area too. And I'm like, well, I don't want yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and what do you do when it when God wants to touch your comfort zone? What does Pastor say, Pastor? Oh no, I got to think I got in trouble. <laughs> he says, uh, "We rescued our dog. Ask faith and joy." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I foot and mouth disease. Yeah. Right there, just put it out of here. Yep. I just got yep. talking Lilu. Um, what, like three months ago, um, my ex-husband was going to have to take her to the pound because they were moving and they couldn't take all their dogs and they were going to take her to a shelter. And it just, I don't know, it just worked out. And it was like, um, he and his girlfriend were moving. They couldn't take her. I wasn't ready for a dog yet. It was, it was right about a year since I lost my dog. And I've never went a day in my life without a dog until then. And But I think it was a God thing. She was just yeah, out she, and I wanted to adopt older dogs. I don't want... Like, you know, dogs that um, have a hard time being placed. Nobody really wants an older dog, but I want older dogs. She's eight. Yeah, and so I'm years. going to myself like, okay, can, you know, no. <laughs> and the reason right. why is because it's just like, hey, man, when, when you know, when I think dog, I think German Shepherd. I think, yeah. I, I, you know. Me and, too. I love them too. But here's the thing. My dream dog is a Husky Wolf hybrid. But here's the thing. When you look at it. What is God thinking when he's thinking these these rescue these dogs? He's thinking compassion. You just said he just said I asked a true. I said, What what is it about Jesus being a, a, a new believer? What characteristic is it about Jesus that attracts you to him? And he goes, his compassion. Well, I almost wanted to end the show there because I was like, if Crystal sees this, it's gonna be a problem. Because Crystal's always like, Duke, where's your compassion? which makes me just want to just run into fire. But let's be real, folks. God's consistent compassion is absolutely amazing. He has every reason to jump ship, and he doesn't. Like, 
if, if I if I was God, I would have started this thing over so many times. He's like, no, I'm I'm stick this one. I'm gonna stick this. We're gonna play this out. We're gonna play this through. Yeah. If if faith was God, we wouldn't even be here. It'd just be yeah. God. Yeah. So y'all be rude. Yeah. And that's the thing too. When you have like compassion for somebody, it's like I feel for you. I'm sorry that's happening to you, type of thing. But I just want to say too, if whatever is in your testimony that God helped you overcome and that brought you out of um, whatever it is, even if it wasn't something you were particularly doing, something like some type of family curse or whatever, that's when you can actually show empathy to somebody. So I think we all need to do a better job of being open and transparent about the things that we went went through, because at that point we can actually empathize with people. We know what they're feeling and we can help walk them through it. Um, but it's gonna take telling our testimonies. And that's one of my favorite things. Well, for people to just tell tell what God has done for them. Well, I think that 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 uh, we've got to not be ashamed of our testimony first. Uh, oh, no. I think that's very important because a lot of people struggle with that. They're ashamed of their testimony, and I think that that's one of the, the things you know. And again, you know, Troy, I want you to know something. First of all, man, I really do appreciate you uh, giving us a fresh look at what the faith looks like, you know, as a, you know, when you get my age, you know, <laughs> when you get my age and you, you're, but you, you can, you're going out, you genuinely can easily forget what it was like being a new believer, what it was like start up. One of the things that I want to ask you about that is, is that your, your fresh view of what faith is when you, when you heard, hold on one second. When you, when you heard this part right here, I want to know, like what went through your mind? Check this out. Let me see. Again. We're standing on the, the bank of the river and we can see the promise across the water. That's abundant living. Abundant living is get there. I promise. I get to what God's calling me. Oh, maybe stuff in my way, but how do I get there? And God's like, man, look at that faith. Look at that faith. These crazy priests. God wanted to see how crazy they were. Let me see if they're crazy enough to go out into the middle of the water and wait until I with a heavy chest. Is that crazy? God's like, look at these crazy people. I love it. <laughs> of course I'm going to do a miracle. They're crazy. <laughs> I love it. And it's the same for us today to win. And I came across this definition of, of faith this week, and I, I love it. It is belief, acting in the belief part. 
faith is belief or unbelief, but acting on belief or what did you catch when you heard that? And our faith is tested when we faith wanting. There's always going to be unbelief. And there's always going to be doubt. Yeah. But when you act upon your faith and your belief, that's when the miracles actually happen. Yeah. I mean, the... The, he used this job analogy. You remember that? When he used the job analogy, like, dude, if you're without a job, you're not going to sit at home and be like, you know, he's like, no, what's going to happen? You're going to be proactive. You're going to go out there and say, hey, do you know anyone looking for a job? I'm looking for a job. Are you hiring? You're going to fill out applications. Uh, but the idea that God's just going to do it, I think that's one of the things that your generation has also witnessed that makes Christianity look a little weird is where it, it's like you guys have seen people who say, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to have faith. And you guys are like, no, I've got to do it. I, like, you, know, you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit there and wait for that. And so that makes you guys end up struggling with things like discipleship, things like patience. And things. you're like, no, we got to go. Like the church folk are weird. They're going to sit there and just. <laughs> believe God and sing their kumbayas and you know and it's and, and what he's saying is that it's not like that that it's faith and action yeah. uh you know what do you got Crystal oh no I was just agreeing um and yeah you keep going out a little bit so I'm not hearing everything but um yeah we talked about that before on the radio um with like um whatever you do like we talked about how if you and I think he might have even said that because it's something I always use. But if you're looking for a job um, and God has, you know, put it on your heart and you know where you're supposed to be, that doesn't mean you just sit on the couch and eat bonbons about and magically wait for the phone to ring. That means you're still out there putting in the work. Um, you're moving in faith. And that's what that is. So yes. you, you have faith. But you're moving in that direction and working for it. Um, it's kind of like you and God are the best team ever, you know, like y'all are working together for it. But you have to trust him that if he told you to go in that direction, the fact that you are working toward it, it really shows your faith. Because if anybody can just sit around and wait for something. But if you're actually using your time, your energy and um, even people around you, everything to go in that direction, then you're really showing your faith that you 100% believe or know that God is Here's going the thing, to though. Here's come the thing, across. Though. I, I do got to ask both of you guys because, you know, he talked about these miracles. We like the word miracle, right? But then it's just like he did talk about those ites being right after the miracle, right? Uh, and the Hittites, the Levites, the Hittites, the Levites. The, the, I was like, those are the first rappers. Yeah, uh, all the ites, the Amorites. You know, uh, but but did you have the naive idea that everything was going to be easier with God? Did you still know that 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 like you coming into salvation was already one miracle? Were you shocked to find out that? There, there was still a war to fight. So, 
when I got baptized back, not this year's April, but last year's April, um, I didn't realize that my fight was over. Or it wasn't over. Right. The following couple months after that was probably one, one of the more worst depressions I had was because I thought, okay, I can relax and take it easy now because I've been safe. But it still takes work. And when I got complacent and with my faith, and it's like, okay, I got this step done. Here's where I'm at now. Check marked off. Yeah, I got I I got yeah. my check my box checked off. I come to church every Sunday, you know, boom, check mark. But I'm learning now that I'm done not now but in the most in the recent months it's like i'm done being complacent i'm ready you know what's funny about this so so in case you guys don't know the situation with troy and myself uh is that like the whole time when we first met at the church the whole time god really put you on my heart right you know uh and then at the bonfire we definitely connected uh and what's so crazy uh, is when I made the invitation, there's a she's joined the dog, and I can't say it again. It's just like that's twice I've seen the dog twice. No, no but uh, the, the, the the what's amazing is I actually I actually watched you challenge whether you could come up here or not. I mean, I actually watched you challenge yourself like I'd like to, like I'm feeling like I could, but it's like. Man, am I the guy? Like, can I? You know what I mean? And I watched you push yourself. You said you're tired of complacency, but I did see you actually make yourself come here. I think that's so cool, man. Uh, that you know, uh, you you push yourself to come here, uh, and you know, it's almost like faith pushes herself to listen to anything that I say. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I only meant that. <laughs> it's only absolutely true. It's just, he's living out of my Oh my gosh. He made the pongo. <laughs> it's the only reason. It's the only reason. If it wasn't for this pongo, I'd be out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he doesn't know next month. I'm an upgrade. Uh, but, but, but yeah, it's so crazy because I watched you say, I, I, I can't get comfortable. So this idea of you being a new believer, but then end up playing guitar as a worship, you know, uh, one of the worship uh, in the worship band, what was that challenge like? I'm going to be worshiping God on like I just came into the faith. Now I'm going to be playing guitar. Was it easy to say, God, here's my gift. I just want to give it. Or did you feel that pressure? So, like, in the beginning for me, I think I used it as a tool to make a commitment to coming to church. Gotcha. So it's like I had I gave someone my word that I was gonna get every weekend. Do you know how Bible read it? No. <laughs> the story of Elijah and Elisha, I think we talked about this too. Elijah and Elisha. Elijah was a great problem, you know, and but of course, he kills 400 false prophets. And he's, and uh, this queen named Jezebel is running after him, trying to kill him. And this is where, he, right when he's about to have this pity party, 
God's like, hey, I've got five thousand or seven thousand more servants just like you. You know, like you're not all by yourself. And then what ends up happening? He's like, I'm going to send you to go raise up this other prophet. And Elijah goes and he meets a guy named Elisha, who he has to teach him how to be a, a prophet. And Elisha, instead of like going with Elijah and then those uncomfortable parts come, he's like, I'm going back home. What Elisha does is he kills his oxen and tears down his uh, yoke to make sure he has nothing to come back to. So he's like, I'm in for the long haul. I'm following. And then he feeds the oxen to his family. Like, I love you guys, but if this is all you're going to be, then this is all you're going to be like, good luck with that. I'm going to be what God called me to be. And he goes further than his family. And he ends up getting a double portion of what God had for him because he, uh, he followed Elijah when it was hard. And so what you just said was you, I, I told you, I said, I call it blocking yourself into your blessings. You were like, I'm not just going to go to church. I'm not just going to sit here. I'm going to participate and I'm going to make myself available. And commitment means something to you, doesn't it? My word is everything. So you, you're not... I think this is why Faith and uh, Faith and Crystal are so uh, protective over me because they know once I commit, I'm committed. And they're like, "Don't bring something else on, Dad, please." <laughs> you know, just like if I if, if I see Crystal with a dog, I'm like, "That's she's never just with a dog. That that dog's coming to the house. I guarantee it's gonna find a way to the house." Because <laughs> you know me, but uh, I can tell that commitment means something to you. Do you think, what was your perspective when you're like, hey, like, like I, I'm, I'm doing worship now. That's enough. What would you start to find out there's more even after that? Or were you pretty much expecting it at that point? After I started recovering from the few months where it was just getting back to that state where I was okay again. There was a point in time after that uh, baptism where I was like, I need a break. It's like, I've never done something like this before. I just need to step back. But once I got back into that headspace where I'm like, okay, let's start moving again. You know, let's start figuring what is the next step? How can I get more involved? Or how can I figure something out to accentuate this path that I'm on. So I knew there was more, but I just didn't know to this extent how much more. more. Yeah. But it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It is exciting because we're 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 not just building church. We're building community and we're like invading culture. <laughs> like we're taking territory. And I think that it's it's absolutely amazing that we're coming out of Joshua. Just in case you guys want to know, uh, if you want to go to uh, the website, of course, we're coming out of Joshua 3. But, but it's just this idea of taking territory as believers. I want to tell you guys something. 
there's been a terrible misconception. I'm sorry for whoever lied, but they did. Christians are not soft. God did call us to take territory, and we have to stop apologizing about that. Our music does not have to suck, and our movies. <laughs> no, seriously, man. Our movies don't have to suck. Our music doesn't have to suck. Uh, we, and I, 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 and it's not like I'm not having compassion, but I'm just saying, in order for us to even compete for the hearts of people today, they have to take ourselves seriously. We've got to invest in people. We got to care for people. Chris, I want to ask you this. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a real thing. It's like, can you tell when somebody's really put effort into something? You know what I mean? Or, or like, say like if there's a children's program at a church. Can you tell if someone just threw together a children's program or if there's actually a system that's developed? Yeah, you can tell. You can definitely tell even with how much work they put into the children with practice and um you you can always tell how much somebody put into something now some things just come easy to people so they might not have had to put as much into it as someone else where that particular thing is hard for them but um you still have to put effort in it it's about caring about what you're doing i think you have to definitely care about what you're doing if you care about what you're doing it's going to show and the fact that now the world is the world they can do whatever but when you're a believer you represent jesus in every single thing you do and y'all know one of my favorite things i say all the time um, whatever you do do it as if you're doing it for god like um in word or deed whatever you do and i know people like you guys even joking around like somebody it doesn't have to be perfect you're a perfectionist but it's like if you're going to do something do it right and do it like you care about it if not, you're just wasting everyone's time. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, it's, that's the truth. You know, and I think I think that's what your generation is is struggling with, trying to trust. Because if if you already know the, let's be real, let, let's just put it out there. We already know that no one's supposed to care more about us than our parents. And if we already see that they kind of did a slack job. And then we already know that the only reason our bosses or whatever are treating us the way they do on work is because they pay us. And it's like, but we're not really friends, but we're not this. So it's like, where can I find authentic relationship? Where can I find authentic care? Right. And everybody's got their own idea of God. So you're like, it's kind of funny because we're ending the show back where we started. It's like, it's kind of because it's like the one thing I know for sure is that I can take care of myself and god's like but you can't <laughs> but you don't even do a good job at that yeah and so we're not going to escape community <laughs> we're I not <laughs> faith stop that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> on, it didn't work out yeah. no y'all were so welcoming i'm just like yeah. i'm just like but yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is that you can make your excuses, you can lie to yourself, and you can tell yourself there are no good churches out here. There are no good pastors out here. Isn't that easy to do? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and and I think that you told us last week 
you didn't want to be involved. Like you just, you were like, oh, that's one of those people. And you, you know, and so I totally get it, you know, but you can lie to yourself, people, and tell yourselves all types of junk about there's not any, you know, real ministries out there, but you're wrong. Refresh Church is here, refreshcommunitychurch.com. Make sure you guys check it out. Uh, Current FM is here. We're here for you. My job is to make sure that you guys hear the unadulterated word of God. I'm going to try my best to get Pastor Thomas here, you know, I so that you guys get to meet him and get to talk to him and, and just kind of hear his thoughts. But you can also go to refreshcommunitychurch.com. You know, Faith, you have not trusted the church in pretty much your whole life. Uh, what What is it about Refresh that just does it for you? Um, I don't. I don't feel like they're like every time I would go to another church, I feel like they were in competition, like. Even the people like like worshiping like they were just trying to worship harder. I don't know. It just didn't seem real. I didn't speak, uh, first. I didn't um, and refresh. I do feel the spirit of God. Like it's the first church I've really felt the spirit of God. Like um, like for me personally. So uh, that I've been to a, I've been to a, uh, quite a few churches. So but yeah, it's the <laughs> my whole life. And, yeah, it's the only <laughs> church that doesn't that doesn't it just doesn't feel like. I like the fact that she's just like, when I came to that church, then I saw the spirit of Jesus, but, and then there's like my dad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, dad, so like, I felt like dad could really learn about Jesus, even though he's been preaching for 20 years, but this is where my dad can really learn about Jesus. <laughs> she's like, it's only because I know my dad and, you know, he needs some work. So That's like, funny. <laughs> you know, I see how he feels about cats and dogs. That's how it's just really real. Like, he's not... He, he doesn't try to like fake it till you make it. He's no. really real, like, and he has, and he has like, he he actually studies his word, and he actually and gives it to people, and he's excited about it. Right. So right. I, 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 kid in the I, when he's preaching. <laughs> right. And I know we got to go real quick, but I just wanted to tell the story about that. Like we were talking about how God orchestrates things. Um. So my um, my mom's. Um, church at one point was um, breaking down the church they were in. And then, so she actually visited Refresh, um, but her friend um, ended up staying named Carol. Yeah, it's hilarious. It happens to her every time she wants to talk. Her, her video feed freezes every time she wants to talk. It's so funny. What she was about to say. Okay, there you go. Okay. Unfortunately, she passed away, and we went to the funeral. She passed away. Wait, what? What? Ah, so anyway, <laughs> she 
she passed away and I was at the funeral with my mom. I went with my mom. It was a very good friend of my mom's and uh, right across from me was Pastor Thomas. And so we started talking about everything. And I think it was that night I was actually going to the radio. Like It was Sunday night. We were doing the show, but I was telling him, I was like, you know, just talking to him a little bit. I also felt he was very genuine. And I was like, you really need to meet Duke and come on the radio show. So we set it up. He came on the radio show. That's when you met him. And now the way God orchestrates things, it's like years later, faith is in the church and Ezekiel, whatever, um, where it's the first time they've actually felt, you know, comfortable and like want to go to church, excited about going. And so that's why basically what I'm trying to say is God always makes um, beauty out of ashes. So the sad thing was Carol died. Um, that was bad. But from that, God turned something into beauty. And now, you know what I mean? Now so we're part a, of fresh church. And how creative he is. I think that's also why, mm -hmm. we, you know, we can't allow ourselves to get overwhelmed because we know that it's a lot. Like we know that God can guys. I'm over my time already. Uh, mainly because crystal got in the way. She always causes problems. Oh, wow. <laughs> I tell everybody just blame crystal. It's the easiest thing in the world. Just blame crystal for everything. Uh, but seriously guys, it, we, we, yo, your excuses are up folks. If you're looking for a church home, that is absolutely serious about building community and using uh, and, and connect and, and connecting with the community. That's the I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here, guys. We love you. Community refreshcommunitychurch.com. Make sure you check it out. Refreshcommunitychurch.com. We love you guys. Be good out there.